Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And St. Peter's dropped a bomb on the Twitter Terminator. What is up, bruh? <laughs> you know, I can't wait for the NCAA, NCAA tournament to kick off this week, man. <laughs> you know, the practice games were last weekend were awesome, so I can't wait for the real thing oh, to oh, uh, oh, tip oh. off. Wait a second. That's the wrong intro song for you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have I have an update. This is what you really oh, need to be coming no. into. <laughs> the you know, the, the peacocks. NBC peacocks, bro. Yeah. You know, you know, Shannon. <laughs> denial is not just a river in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude, McGuffin. I got to tell you, I've, I've March Madness is a glorious thing. It yes. really is. And it's probably the opening weekend that that four days is one of the most wild, entertaining, compelling sporting events of any part of the calendar. You, you know what I'm saying? It just is. It's, it's it, Christmas for sports fans. Absolutely. It, it really is. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. Look, it's so good that Tom Brady even had to get in on Selection Sunday. You know what I'm saying? That's how good March Madness is. <laughs> I didn't realize Tom Brady was going to be busting brackets with his unretirement. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, back to dropping a bomb on us. Yeah, um, well, Brady did that on Sunday as well. So <laughs> <laughs> True. On the uh, NFC South, at least. Yeah. Uh, I do want to appreciate that. Here's a thank you to the Indianapolis Colts for somehow saddling the Washington. And I don't want to say commanders. I'm not commandos. The commandos, or as Ryan Leaf called them, the Washington commodes. Thanks a lot, Ryan Leaf. When you get crapped on by Ryan Leaf, you know you you're, fucked up. You know you're, <laughs> you're done fucked up. You know you're doing it wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty pitiful. But uh, so, I, don't, I don't know how you. I don't. For the love of the sports gods, I don't know how you saddled Washington with Carson freaking Wentz, dude. Well, I mean, and, and not only did we somehow get him off our hands and not have to pay a dime, but, mm. but who who was Washington even bidding against to even give up what they gave up? I mean, we switched seconds, which, okay, but we got two-thirds out of it as well. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen the Colts eat some of that money a la Atlanta, you know, did with uh, Matt Ryan. Um, but it, it, look. I, I'm not going to get too bogged down with the Carson Wentz thing. Um, I, I'll say it. I'll, I'll put it this way. Nobody wanted to go to Washington. Russell Wilson wanted no part of that. You know what I mean? Uh, Aaron Rodgers would have no part of that. No. Insert attractive free agent, whatever, quarterback. They don't want to go there. They nope. don't want It's a cesspool. It's a dumpster fire. Which means, of course, as a dumpster fire, it's absolutely fitting that Carson Wentz is the one that comes to Washington. Look, does he have some degree of upside remaining? Yes. He's at, he's at a good age bracket. He has had some success. He has shown flashes of brilliance along with flashes of complete football <clears throat> lunacy. So I don't know what they're going to get. But if any organization deserves the... You know, the roller coaster of fail that Carson Wentz represents. You know what I'm saying? It's probably Washington. Uh, they're stuck in kind of this mid level. You can't get the best guys, right? So you got to roll the dice. Shannon, did you see where they were actually hoping they could pursue Andrew Luck to come out of retirement? Yeah. A Andrew Luck went and touched that with a 10 foot pole, dude. No. Okay. No well, shot. 
Uh, <laughs> no shot. Uh, I mean, what would what what would they have had to have, have guaranteed Deshaun Watson? Three hundred fifty million dollars, maybe. Three hundred fifty million dollars <laughs> in his own A thing piece of ownership? parlors. I guess yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so. All the all the cheerleaders, I guess, I, give him a massage. I, I, I just know. I just want to know if Deshaun Watson's Christmas list includes like a towelie collection. That's all I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's settled for a screech around. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Thong song. How are so, we? How, how are we going off the rails? We haven't even introed Randy. We don't cover well, Car- Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson. This is disaster. Are, are you are you saying that that Washington getting Carson Wentz was a questionable decision? <laughs> I, I I don't remember where you want me to go with that, but yes, it was- uh, pre podcast, bro. Oh, he he wants that soundbite. Newest which, soundbite. Which soundbite? The one you recorded pre podcast. Oh, oh, that's that's mean. (laughs) Wow, straight up. I I was not intending to use that uh, out of the gate. Um, You're going to have to give me a minute to find that. uh, Oh, uh, is that what? Never mind. (laughs) Wow. That's what she said. I mean, to Deshaun Watson during the massage, the answer is yes. Which means that clearly we need to bring in Randy to Five Minutes Alone by Pantera. God bless. Or, or I guess we can follow it up with Push It. Just saying. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome back. I think we yeah. I think we took a longer break from recording than Tom Brady was retired from the NFL. <laughs> Chances are yes. So you're not wrong. Actually, I think you're right. I think so. I was talking with Lindy about oh yeah you know we can catch up sometime and we'll do a, a Tom Brady thing but we were all thinking there's no way that dude's actually retiring right we just didn't believe it and, and lo and behold. It rolls right back out. Okay. Um, Tom Brady did some algebra homework and is like, fuck them <laughs> kids, man. He said, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I'd rather nah. get hit by 300-pound men. Nah, my arm's still good. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Did some traveling, hung out. You know, had regular non-avocado ice cream. Nah, I'm going back, dude. I'm going back. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I appreciate that. That's a, that's a dude that just – I think he just loves playing football. You know what I mean? I, I, think, I, I just I think he just loves the whole thing, the team, the roster building, the camaraderie, the locker room, obviously b- competing and being in the mix, and, and they'll be good. doesn't mean they'll win another ring. It doesn't mean any of that, but they'll be competitive. And, you know, it, the old Max Kellerman wall or off the cliff or whatever that dude was obsessed with for years, feels like a decade Kellerman was like, he's going to fall off the cliff this year. Uh, you know, there will be a time that his body is done and he is done. He's just, you know, I, I, after last season, it didn't feel like he was done. So I, I think, you know, I was surprised that he entertained the idea. I'm glad that he's coming back again. This is kind of this random thing. Uh, we are of the age, right? <laughs> we are of Tom Brady's age, not McGuffin. He's a, a couple years behind us. But uh, Randy, you know, I'm 44. You're going to be 44. 
So we're kind of in that zone. So there's a part of me that's like, thank you, Tom Brady, for still being, you know, able to play in the league. You know, uh, not that I wouldn't be like happy for a 50 year old punter, um, but for a, a you know a high level quarterback to still be competing and still be viable at his age is is kind of fun. So you know, I'm not gonna hate. You know, I'm not gonna hate on that. But anywho, all right, let's tie up a couple of things. Number one, I absolutely hate the take command hashtag. I hate it. I hate it. And it, uh, with Carson Wentz, um, I don't know what the upside is there, but he is, look, let's be honest, he's better than Taylor Heineke. Yes. Right? He's better than Kyle Allen. So yes. he's better, he's arguably better than any quarterback they've had since Kirk Cousins, which is not necessarily saying a lot. You know, I mean, I, I can't believe the NFC East had the regular the, the regular Kirk Cousins and then they had the black Kirk Cousins with that Prescott, <laughs> according, reportedly, according to Amari Cooper, which, which that story broke. And, of course, Amari Cooper got moved out of Dallas pretty quickly. So I don't know that he actually said that, but there, but there, were, there, were, tweet, there were tweets that, that alleged that he did call Dak Prescott the black Kirk Cousins, which as somebody that lived through Kirk Cousins, I was like, bro, that's savage, man. <laughs> that's, that's ruthless. Woo-hoo. Ooh, that's rough. So, um, but, you know, he's better than anybody. They've arguably better than anybody they've had since then. Roller coaster stuff aside. So, and his contract a few years ago, I'd be like, well, that's a lot of money to pay for that guy. But look at what's going on around with the quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I mean, by the way, every, all the quarterbacks in the league should send a thank you note to the white Kirk cousins in Minnesota. Right, yeah, no kidding. For setting up the guaranteed money and pushing the valuations. Because the only thing it's done since he did that, getting out of Washington and going to Minnesota, <laughs> is everything has just gone to the moon, dude. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy what has happened with quarterback contracts since then. And Deshaun Watson, get what was it? Is it $230 million guaranteed? Yes. I mean, just incredible. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. And who knows, you know. Uh, if he's going to be worth that, I mean, God bless. We don't even know what's going to happen this coming season, uh, but clearly the Browns are prepared because I think his base salary is like a million bucks. <laughs> I think this year, that's, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The way they've set it up, clearly anticipating he's going to have some kind of, you know, suspension penance of some sort or commissioner exempt or whatever happens with him. Um so is that a little bit shady? The answer is yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but it's not the first time teams have structured a contract anticipating there might be some suspensions or some other things. So they're doing them a solid, right? They're doing them a solid. But look, Carson Wentz, um, 27 touchdowns, 7 picks last year. He's got 140-57 INTs for his career. But it's one of those, like Kirk Cousins, sometimes it's the stats lie kind of guy. Um, there's a quality component. Right. Again, I believe he's better than what they have on the roster. I love the fight in the moxie of Heineke, but he doesn't have a high caliber arm. You can watch him. You know, if if Heineke had an arm, he would be phenomenal. Great backup, rough around the edges, competitive, you know, when he was in as a starter, but it just, it's not sustainable. It's just not enough. It's just not enough there. Uh, great backstory. People root for him, but there's just there's just not enough there. Okay, uh, but he's under contract for the next three years at less than thirty million dollars a season. He gets the NFC East Revenge Tour versus Philly. He gets to face the Colts in 2022. Um, 
So he's he's got motivation. It's also, you know, he's going to be the, if he's the week one starter in Washington, which obviously we expect. Uh, he's going to be the only quarterback since 1950 to start week one for different teams in three straight seasons before turning 30. All right, Dang, uh, that's, that's insane. Which tells you how rare that kind of situation is. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty wild. And also keep in mind that the Colts and Washington have had different starting quarterbacks, um, starting quarterbacks starting in week one in each of the last five seasons. God. That's, yeah. Well, Andrew Luck hanging them up really effed the Colts. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it just did. So I guess, Shannon, yeah. Mr. Colts fan, I would ask you, how much – how much beer do I need to stock in the fridge to survive my season of Carson Wentz? <laughs> you need to be prepared each and every week, my friend. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. I mean, you, you can get good Carson Wentz or you can get bad Carson Wentz. And, mm. you know, like, and we talked about it a number of times this year. There were a number of RPO plays where he easily could have given the ball up and he felt the need to – he had to do it, and it's like, dude, like, let your running backs make the play. You don't have to make the play every single Mm-mm. time. You don't have to be Superman. And too much hero ball. Yeah, it's a lot of hero ball there, and and I, I appreciate the effort. I mean, I, I'm sure the players appreciate the effort, but I mean, you, you've got ten other guys on offense that can make that play for you. Yeah, like you, you don't have to be the the guy just because you make you know, over $20 million, they need you out there. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I will say that like every conversation, like I was, I was at work and somebody was like, have you heard about the quarterback? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, um, you know, I didn't expect it to be Carson Wentz. Right. And I was like, what quarterback thing with Washington? What do you mean? They were like, Carson Wentz. I'm like, stop messing with me, man. <laughs> And they were like, no, really, Carson Wentz. And I was like, what the F, dude? Makes <laughs> sense. I, I was like, what kind of – I mean, I was really annoyed in the moment. My initial reaction was like, come on, man. <laughs> so, I mean, I've calmed down a little bit. So, sorry, Lindy, I'm not going to – I don't know that I'll give you, you know, any kind of ragey stuff to di- tonight. Uh, by the time we get to the season, if, if he does hero ball stupidity – and he's on the negative side of the Farvian scale of shenanigans, you'll probably get some rage. Um, but, uh, you know, again, I, I think realistically, the organization is, is not an attractive destination. It's just not. No. Uh, not for a high-end quarterback and not for somebody that's established. And so, you know, he, he gets to try to stick it to Philadelphia, which he will derive some satisfaction from. Um he he did sort of look like a a hot dog with ketchup at his press conference. I love those memes uh, with his suit with his suit and shirt combo. But look, I I don't want him to fail. Okay, I you know I don't. Uh, I I hope he does well. I'm not going to count on it. I'm not going to bet on it for sure. But I, I you know he he's okay. You know what I mean. He can be decent. But I, I don't know what you really expect. It's just they're going to have a window. They're clearly not in a great position to draft anybody. That would be no. a, an immediate help. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe Willis or Pickett or, or, you know, maybe one of these guys ends up being legit and, and can play really quickly. 
might happen. But I don't think you can count on that. Mm-hmm. And that's a team that has a good defense, that's got some nice you know pieces. And the other thing, and I, and I said this to Whitfield, I was like, they got to find a way to keep McLaurin, right? Because if 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 you're if you're scary Terry and you're like looking at this going, Christ Almighty, we got no quarterbacks. Like, why do you want to stay there? Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, so and they, they need to re- repair that line because Sheriff left. Yeah, I, well, he he was you know overpriced and and you know hurt a fair amount. So I don't know. Have fun in Jacksonville, dude. Um, <laughs> sure, go be Florida man or something. I don't I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Brandon Surf, yeah. wrestling crocodiles. <laughs> he might be, you know. That's a, has Urban Meyer learned who Aaron Donald is yet? Does he know? Bro, <laughs> really? Like I saw that, I was like, "Are you for real?" <laughs> yeah, I don't, like out of context, I don't know. If how? He, yeah, I don't know if if he was too busy trying to to you know kick his kicker or something. Like you got to know who Aaron Donald is. I hope out of context he is being sarcastic. But if he meant that, if that was on the nose, that's awful. That's awful. So I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't believe there's a ton of upside with Wentz, but maybe maybe that's just my fan negativity with the organization. Again, he's flashed it, and we'll see if if he can deliver something. <laughs> uh, consistency will be a question, but they they needed to make a move to. Uh, I understand why they did what they did. It's not a crazy high cost, and I think they have to show the fan base uh, with the name change. They have to. They really have to try to push this new identity, and they know they need to win. And they need to be competitive. Mm-hmm. They also want to build a stadium. And it's going to be really hard to do that if you suck, if you have all the sexual misconduct stuff floating around. Everybody hates Dan Snyder, as they should, because mm-hmm. he's a dumpster fire owner. And as far as I'm concerned, that that man, you know, y'all know I don't think the organization should have had to change its name. You know that. Everybody, everybody that knows me knows that. They should still be the Washington Redskins. And if they had an owner that was competent, they pro- to me, they still would be because they would have done the necessary things to put a good product on the field and to support the Native American community, which Dan Snyder didn't do until he wanted a dog and pony show because he's a fuckface, right? That man cost that organization its identity, cost that organization its fan base, and cost that organization its legacy in the name. It's on fucking him what a twat waffle he sucks all right so they know they know he knows that if they're going to turn the corner and forge a new identity they need to be competitive they need to win some games and they he wants to desperately wants to build a new stadium i don't know i don't know who's going to be enough of a sucker to front a bunch of money uh, they've they've dabbled with Virginia. They obviously are trying to leverage Maryland. I personally still believe that they should be back in D.C. on the Metro line. You know, knock down RFK, build something there. Uh, I'd like that's what I'd like to see happen. Mm-hmm. That's what that to me that's the ideal. But that guy's toxic, man. That guy's toxic. So anyway, Wentz, we'll see what comes of it. I he don't. Needs to, he needs. If he's truly a fan, he needs to sell the team to Jeff Bezos and let Bezos. Well, yeah, Bezos is this. yeah, Bezos is is kind of hateable as well, but he's got some deep pockets. Uh yeah, he's got very deep pockets, which yeah. I'm saying like let him build the stadium, and he will probably be a lot more fan friendly than Snodder is. 
Well, they'd have Amazon drones bringing you beer, although that won't. Apparently, it won't be Anheuser Busch. Well, yeah, apparently it won't be Anheuser Busch. How does the how does the beer vendor how does the beer company be like? Nah, we don't want to deal with you anymore. How bad do you have to? An NFL team loses a partnership with the beer people. How awful do you have to be? Right? How shitty do you have to be <laughs> to sell our watered down beer? <laughs> I mean, to be like, nah, man, we're severing that relationship. Bruh. F y'all. That is Bruh. that is pitiful. Um, I, I read something that said he he was trying to push for the craft beers because they're more prop. I, I don't know. Either way, it's it's uh, the, the 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 typical dumpster fire. I don't want to go, but so far down the Carson Wentz uh, Washington rabbit <laughs> hole, we already sort of did. And uh, Randy, I told you I wasn't gonna like go crazy ranting and raving about Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah, about that. I told you well, that. No, here's the well, thing: you didn't, you didn't go, you didn't go crazy. But no. Then Dan Snyder got involved. That's when you kind of lost it. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Fucking Dan Hainsworth Snyder up there. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, um. <laughs> Donovan Hainsworth Snyder. <laughs> Donovan. <laughs> I, I hope that's is that one of his kids' names? Donovan Hainsworth Snyder. Oh, that makes sense. That, that would, makes all the sense in the world. Now. That would be fitting. Yeah. Ugh. Anywho, um, so we got a lot of NFL quarterback stuff to get to, and we'll do that. Uh, I guess it, <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about some March Madness stuff, though. We got to do it. We got some fun things to talk about. Uh, obviously, it has been a while since we recorded, so we're probably going to bounce around a lot, and that's okay. And we'll see what we get to tonight. You know, as always with the NFL off season, uh, and I will say this: the NFL has certainly done a great job of setting up their league year. Right? It almost it, it feels like there is a perpetual NFL news cycle, doesn't it? Yes. I, I mean, they really have structured. They know what they're doing, man. They really do. So we had a lot of quarterback stuff to get to, but I do want to, I, I do want to run through some quick hits and I, I want something positive, right? So uh, here's a couple of fun things. Number one, I'm going to raise a glass to Greg Popovich uh, for passing Don Nelson for the most wit, most uh, wins as a head coach in NBA history. Hell of a job, Pops. So I'll take a sip to that one. Hmm. LeBron James passes Carl Malone for second on the uh, all-time All NBA time. scoring leaders list. He, he's only behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. So basically, once he passed Malone, he needed you know 1,441 points. It's obviously closer than that now to set the record. But other than COVID injury year in 2020-2021, he's scored at least that in, in every season. So barring something really fluky happening, sometime next season – He'll be your all-time scoring leader. So, That's insane. Which is absolutely, which is bananas to think about. Um, all. <laughs> by the way, March Madness, man. I was reading this article and it was talking about perfect brackets, and I was like, there can't be any perfect brackets left. And then in in the text, it was talking about the ones that were left over, and it was like, well, the uh, the three perfect brackets are the women's bracket. I'm like. Come on, man. You got to separate those out. You can't be headlining and talking about a perfect bracket. And you mean like the women's bracket. It's not the same tournament. I mean, it's it's the same tournament, but it's not the same tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if you're talking about a perfect bracket, people are assuming you mean specifically the NCAA men's bracket. I'm not trying to be a bastard. I'm just saying realistically that's what people are referencing. Uh, but kudos to you. 
if you if you still have a perfect bracket in the women's tournament. Uh, we we know one of those three is D-Stat. Yes, of course it's Mark. Who, who's I, not with us tonight. I'm assuming Mark, no. I'm assuming Mark is still celebrating his win uh, with the South Carolina Gamecocks. He probably did a, a first-half bet when they were beating the crap out of Howard 44-4. to <laughs> That game finished 79-21, oh to dude. 44 to 4 at the end of the first half. That is atrocious. Atrocious. Good for South Carolina. Not so good. I'm pretty sure it was Howard. I almost don't even feel like I want to, like I want to look that up. Either way, South Carolina kicked somebody's ass. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that's rough. Actually, I guess I better be I should be factually accurate. No, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it's uh South Carolina and Howard. You know, we've given Pops a lot of love. Over the years, yeah, that's, that's that's cool, man. I'm I'm glad he did that. Yeah. Here we go. Got to be careful how I write Gamecocks out in Google. You never know what you're gonna, <laughs> never know what you're gonna stumble upon. Yeah, it was the Howard Bison. Yeah, 16 seed. <laughs> uh, what? Nobody took them in an upset. What are you saying? Uh, also, this fine evening, as my wife was uh, getting ready to go to bed. I didn't realize the NIT that I was. I was like, "Oh, look, it's the NIT!" And it was UVA playing St. Bonaventure, uh, which was fantastic because they had a lead late, and then St. Bonaventure hit two free throws to take a one-point lead, and um, UVA guard was just driving to the basket. Tom was running out, and Bonaventure dude just blocked the crap out of it. He, Dikembe Mutomboed that thing. Not in my house, except it was at UVA. Not in your own house. <laughs> what a terrible way to lose, dude. Dang. <laughs> it was cold, man. It was cold. It was cold. So, all right, where do you want to go first? Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of surprised you hit the intro for me and then just talked through the entire thing. Didn't even ask me a fucking thing. You just went. <laughs> you just kept going. You, you know what, Randy? How's GalaxyCon this weekend? I know you went there. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> we only <laughs> apparently Shannon wants something, so uh, hmm. we, I guess we'll I guess we'll head in that direction. Right, here quick. we go, Randy. Oh, oh I, no, we did five minutes alone. Here you go. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you were all about Deshaun, and you're like, hey, we'll play this, and then next thing I know, it's like, ah, we're talking about Carson Wentz. Look, what you want? <laughs> Randy, how are you doing? Jimmy G still your quarterback? Hey! You didn't uh, trade him? It, it doesn't surprise me, uh, especially since he had the shoulder surgery like right before the start of uh, the offseason, and that's probably the reason why teams just are like, nah, we're good right now. Mm. I read an article that the Colts were just so hesitant because of the surgery. So that's that's probably that's literally the only reason I think they didn't call you. Could well, be. and there's other teams out there that technically still need a quarterback. So I think it's going to be closer to either um, maybe the draft or mini camps, like, you know, some, sometime around June when he's fine, a little bit healthier and starting to throw. Let's be real. I, I mean, I think sitting on Jimmy Garoppolo is a reasonable position. Um, give Lance a little bit more time to cook until you're really confident that he's ready. You know, quite frankly, let's be real. I, I, at least I thought that there would be a slim shot that Tom Brady was going to go to the 49. I'm not the only one that thought that. A lot of people kind of thought that, too. Uh, so apparently that's not going to happen. But um, I, I don't think you have to move off Jimmy G yet. I mean, the, the team does play for him. And tough end of the season. But it, it was pretty banged up. So 
Yeah, and he's in the final year of his contract, so yeah. I, I'm fine with. I would. I'd be fine with if they didn't trade him. Uh, yeah. I granted, yeah, potentially could be very expensive backup, but at least he's a proven winner in case something, in case Lance is, you know, sucking or gets hurt or something. Hey, it's don't a worry. Long don't season, look. Man. Look, all I'm saying is, is next year when Garoppolo's hurt and flame and Trey Lance flames out, the Commanders will trade you, Carson Wentz. I'm telling you right now, it's a Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> It's going to be glorious, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> that bum can go play in Jacksonville for all I fucking care. <laughs> Broke out Sanford. Carson <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my God. Oh, I, you know what would be great is if Carson went somehow played for all of our he's, – he's got the Colts, right? That's done. He's, yep. he's got Washington. So that one's out of the way. So that leaves the Giants, right? Leaves yep. the Giants, and it leaves the 49ers. I'm telling you. Son of a bitch. Carson Wentz. Make this happen, dude. <laughs> and, and Green Bay to top it and, off, you and know? Green Bay. <laughs> dude has a better shot at playing oh. for the Giants than he does the 49ers. Uh, maybe. Whew. Fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho, oh, but good times. beyond beyond that, Shannon, yes, you are correct. I went to GalaxyCon this weekend. <clears throat> it was only for a day. We walked around. Um, we didn't really do anything too crazy. Um, I brought, I bought uh, a Mark Hamill print. They had like the Joker all written, drawn all over it as well. So, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool because it's you know, he's the Joker of my childhood. So, I, plus it's Mark Hamill. I couldn't. I was like, hey, this is really cool. I should get this. But other than that. One of the real cool things, though, that happened, and not everybody's going to get it, and that's fine. But I, I think, Justin, uh, when you were younger, you probably watched a little bit of Dragon Ball. Am I correct? A yes. little bit. Not like a ton of it. A little bit. <clears throat> but so I bought a T-shirt that's basically – it's Street Fighter meets Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. So it's got Goku and Krillin dressed up as Ken and Ryu, and it has Master Roshi dressed up as Akuma, and he's teaching them the Hadouken. So you see, like, the button combination for the Hadouken on there. Oh, that's fun. So, so, which I thought was, and I'm like, no one's going to have this type of T-shirt at GalaxyCon. No. What was cool is some kid <clears throat> came up to me, didn't know how to approach me, but asked if he could take a picture of the T-shirt. And I'm like, go for it. Because the thing and it's just because he was, like, excited and, like, the next generation's in good hands when you have someone like this who actually gets this from my childhood. So I was, that, that kind of made my day. But. What was the nice, the real cool thing is, is, you know, went to Hardywood and then we went to GalaxyCon. Mm-hmm. Matt and Bethany tagged along. Their first time ever going to a con. So watching their eyes light up like kids at Christmas because they didn't know what to fucking do with themselves was actually really cool. Because huh. we lost Matt for I don't know how long. I, I think he was, tr- <laughs> I think he was trying to hunt down the, the AEW wrestlers that were there. Whether because I think he was trying to hunt down like Britt Baker and Chris Statlander and a couple others, and I was just like, "Where the fuck did Matt go?" So he was like, "Yeah, we'll find him eventually." Did you did you send out an Amber Alert just to make sure? <laughs> Nobody would send it out an Amber Alert for with you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That is, that is terrible. <laughs> that is mean. Oh, Whitfield, I'm sorry. 
He needs to. No, you're not. <laughs> he should have sent out an Amber Alert for his hair follicles in high school, though. Oh no! <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh my god. Good lord. Hey, we're Todd, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny, Justin, is you're bringing up the fact that Matt came over after GalaxyCon. Yeah. Of course, the only thing I can think is he wanted the Hooters wings as you. I mean, good god, man. What the hell were you thinking? What? Ordering all that stuff from Hooters? Yeah. Oh my I god. I mean, were you, were you that damn hungry, or did you that, actually plan on feeding an army? We had a lot. We had several people here. Okay. So yeah, that that, okay. was, that was us. We dropped a hundo, and we had we had like a couple different kinds of, of boneless wings, a couple different kinds of bone in wings. Um, we had fried pickles. We had curly fries. We had cheese. I mean, we had a, a butt ton of Hooters. Mm, and uh, it, it was good. I I can't tell you the last time I had Hooters wings. But I, you know, I don't know. We were like, oh, you know, we had some friends over to watch the U of R game, which was atrocious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second round, I mean, the first round, great. Second round, not so good. Oof, that's uh, bad. Oof, yeah. But at least we had lots of good food to entertain our faces because the game was a dumpster fire. Um, and then Whitfield, yeah, Whitfield called me randomly, and he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, well, we're hanging out watching basketball, and he was like, oh, well, uh, we were thinking about stopping by for a couple of minutes. And I'm like. Uh, okay. Uh, and so they did. And, you know, we still had some leftovers on the table. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm going to uh, try these wings. I'm like, you know what a wing tastes like, ass pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to sample this wing. You damn well know you have had Hooters wings. <laughs> no. Yes, he has. I've, I've gone to Hooters yeah. with him for pay per views. So I, I, I laughed at that. But anyway, so we started, we talked, we were talking about the con and, and Hardywood and all that stuff. And he was he was talking about one of the AEW wrestlers, and I don't remember her name, but he was trying to describe. You know, it, he may have said it was like his favorite AEW wrestler. I, I don't recall, but anyway, he really wanted to meet her. But when he was talking about her, he didn't call her a wrestler. He called her a wrestler. <laughs> We oh, not on purpose. Not on purpose. Yeah. He didn't. Well, we know where his mind was. <laughs> he didn't mean to call her a wrestler, but it, it, like he was just trying to talk, and he just had a he just had a Freudian slip, dude. And we were dying for the next 15, 20 minutes. We're like, oh yeah, I just had those bone and wings talking about that wrestler, huh? I mean, we had a field day giving that dude grief about calling her a wrestler. Oh Un- wow! Unbelievable. So I, I too am a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's nothing like wrestling. I mean, <laughs> just saying, WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, <it's> just- <laughs> Yo, there's that's, an idea. That's probably a channel on Pornhub. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> oh no! Careful, you better be behind a VPN, dude. <laughs> it's all good. I'm not gonna worry about searching no. for that. But it, it was just watching him on the on the you know struggle bus, just trying to say wrestler, wrestler. It was so fantastic. It was so phenomenal. 
and uh, so th- that was a lot of fun. That 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 was worth however many chicken wings he hoovered out of the box. Um. Oh, <laughs> well, I was going to say this: the only three I saw that were going to be there were Brett Baker, Chris Statlander, and Ruby Soho. So uh, Leva Bates was there as well. Mm. Who was? Leva Bates. She's basically on BTE more than anything else. I think she did, it's one of is, a, is one of them a dentist in real life. That's Brett, Brett Baker. Baker. That's yeah. that's I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Oh yeah, she, she that restraining order is probably on him already. <laughs> Either that or Adam Cole already whooped his ass. One of those yeah, that's, that's, that's why he's not here. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Bressler, oh, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Thanks, Whitfield. Thanks for the cheap humor. <laughs> Isn't that always the case with him? <laughs> uh, survey says yes. <laughs> Fuck him. Well, all right. Real quick, Randy, before Randy, we... Randy, did you find the WrestleMania channel on Porn Chub? What happened? Here? <laughs> I chose to. Uh, I think I'm gonna uh, pass that assignment along to Matt because that's more uh, more his speed. <laughs> I'm sure Matt will understand the assignment. No, he won't. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> Oh, poor this <laughs> bastard! <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I was going to say yeah. while we're on wrestling, uh, a little quick R.I.P. to Scott Hall. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, totally. Away. totally. Razor Ramon, Randy. Yeah, which, it was such uh, a shocking thing to to even have yeah. that. All of a sudden, Shannon sends me the the message and. Like that he was, uh, you know, on life support. I'm like, what the fuck? And then all this stuff come out about it. I'm like, God, that 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 poor guy. I mean, everything he's been through, and then that's how it ends. Yeah, that's that's a terrible end. Hell of a career. Yeah, fun career. Yeah. Um, groundbreaker, especially going from WWE to WCW, and fans going like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, there was a meme I sent in the chat, and it's so wild to think about just, you know, and again, we're we're in our 40s, so a lot of these guys from the 80s and the 90s, you know, at least for me, like, you know, I loved wrestling as a kid, so, you know, that was very much 80s and 90s, and it kind of tapered off of me. I mean, I still kind of loosely followed it, but, you know, I think of Macho Man and Hulkamania and the Ultimate Warrior and... There's definitely things that are, that it's just I have really good memories of that and Sergeant Slaughter with GI Joe and then wrestling in real yeah. you know what I mean like there's certain parts of it that are just part of my childhood and I've I've I do very fondly remember that and that was good and and then just some of the video games you know and I remember playing with Razor Ramon in the WrestleMania <laughs> games and he it was a fun character to play with dude that was a but fun game it was yeah it was but uh, you know th- this meme and just looking at it and it's like well there's Rowdy Roddy Piper there's the Ultimate Warrior there's Macho I mean like it's it's really sad it is you sad. know how how many of these <laughs> wrestlers have passed at now, now that I'm in my 40s, what I consider to be pretty young ages, relatively speaking, oh, you know, for sure. Um, and and some of them just have really awful 
ends to their lives. And I mean, it's, 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 that's part of the cost and it sucks, you know, it sucks. So, but Scott Hall, rest in peace. I've seen some really fantastic tributes to him from other wrestlers and other yeah, just writers and, and stuff on the radio. So that's nice to hear, nice to see, nice to read, but that's a tough end. But uh, rest in peace, and thanks, one, <clears throat> and, and thanks for the memories. What are you going to say, Randy? Say one of the greatest to have never won a world championship. Yeah, that's that was sad. That, that that's crazy to think about. Mm. But having one of the best ladder matches in wrestling history, you know, that's him and Sean going at it back in the day. That was that was WrestleMania ten, right? Uh huh. Yep. That that was yeah, that was ground. He actually won the Intercontinental Championship that day. Yep. Uh, but he actually never won the big one. Nope, not in any of the companies he was a part of. Mm. But yet he was memorable, so that tells you how good he was. Oh, he was good. He was gifted, for sure. For sure. So yeah, one of our all-time favorite sound bites had a guy pass away. Justin, how? <laughs> <laughs> William Hurt. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was crazy to think about. William Hurt, who's, you know, like the FBI guy in the Marvel series, was the guy that says, How do you fuck that up? Here you go, bro. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? History of violence. If you've never seen the movie, that's the he's the character that does that in the movie, and um, and he played General Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel movies. Yeah. So yes, R.I.P. to William Hurt, bro. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for just, that. Just say it. <laughs> just say it. And you know what? While we're raising glasses and kicking asses. Um, Yes, we we we. You know what? I, I set some songs aside, man. <laughs> gotta do it. Gotta do it. We gotta raise a glass to the professor, yes. John Clayton, man. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. That, that Quite was, possibly the greatest Sports Center commercial of all time. Arguably the best. This is Sports Center commercial of oh all time. Oh my god! I actually, dude. I have that commercial. Uh, set up somewhere. I'm, oh, oh, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. I, I, I had to pull. Excuse me. I had to pull it up. Yes. It's hard to find an expert more dedicated than John Clayton. He's the consummate pro. We'll see how the four three and the cover three work together. John Clayton with the lead. Thanks, Dan. Take care. Ripping off his suit, Velcro, letting his hair down. <laughs> Whenever we need a brilliant insight. He's available at the drop of a hat. Hey, Ma, I'm done with my segment. <laughs> I mean that that really is an all-time commercial, and it was fun listening to Dan Patrick talk about the bit with the hair and the jokes, you know. But oh, he's got a secret ponytail, and how that <laughs> ended up becoming, you know, this <laughs> this particular commercial. And uh, no, that was just out of the blue. I mean, '67. I haven't seen. There might be details that have gotten leaked, but I haven't seen anything in specific that explains what you know what he passed away from. That's just again, it's one of those things that it's another slice of 
kind of our childhood and you know youth and young adult and and being kind of in where we're at in our lives now it's it's another one that, that feels very cruel because by everything i've anything you watch people talk about how fantastic he was and how available he was right um and the, there's so much professional respect but there's clearly a lot of love for who he was as a person you know what i mean Oh, yeah. Um, and so that, that, that really comes through when you hear people talking about him. Uh, so we'll certainly raise a glass, uh, to John Clayton, rest in peace, friend. And, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, a mainstream commercial with Slayer, like said in the music is phenomenal, phenomenal, man. But, uh, raising a glass in your honor. This is to you, John. Cheers. Salute. Mm-hmm. Salute. Where are we time wise? Uh, probably about forty. Yeah, about forty five, forty six, somewhere in that zone. You want to take a break and then hit it on the other side? Well, I, I and guess that's what she said. Hey now, hey Is that is that what Kentucky said? Right? They want to take a break, oh, man. Bro. <laughs> No, all right, you know what? Let's oh, finish oh, that one. Oh, Shannon, I didn't realize they weren't supposed to hit the soundbite yet. Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> Shut it down. Let's go home. <laughs> I, 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 oh, Shannon. I, I will say this. And, you know, and Randy Randy was there with me. And I know, I I know, you, I know you memed me that night. <laughs> With the poor kid crying. Oh my god! Can I tell you, like when when they showed the mama consoling that little kid, the first thing that popped in my head is like, I gotta fucking rewind and record that because I feel like that is that is Randy consoling <laughs> Shannon at Sports Page or whatever bar you were at. I was like, oh my god, that's what I feel like is happening right now. You do realize it's like the second time in three years Randy's had to console me, right? Like. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. You know, Andrew Luck retires, and Randy's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Pushing me down the parkway in a chair while I'm hammered. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm at freaking March Madness, which is like my favorite time of the year, and my team is a two-seed losing to a 15. Dude. But I will say this about St. Peter's. They um, they outplayed Kentucky they outshot them and they outcoached them. Didn't they shoot fifty percent from the field for that game? Over fifty percent. Fifty percent. Kentucky shot forty-two. Three-point range. St. Peter's shot fifty-two percent. Kentucky twenty-six. Free throw line. St. Peter's eighty-five percent. Kentucky sixty-five. Numbers don't lie, man. They do if you're Kirk Cousins. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe Carson wins. <laughs> Well, here's here's the funny part. Here, here here's here's Shannon going. He's he's already had God knows uh, probably a lot food. of beers. How long huh? were you, how long were you there from the beginning of the day all the way through? Nah, nah, nah. I, I, I got there at I think about three o'clock, and I I did my best to average about one beer an hour because mm. I was driving my truck and I I wasn't gonna take no any one beer one beer an hour is a good zone. You know, like when, yeah, yeah. Because then you can mix in a water, you can eat, you can whatever. You're all right. Or you can you can talk to wrestlers if you need to. <laughs> you know. You know, wrestlers about WrestleMania and <laughs> WrestleMania, yeah. 
but but it's just funny because you know I'm sitting there watching the game and I'm just like, holy shit, because I'm not expecting this to happen. I'm expecting Kentucky to whoop their ass, but Shannon just said, you're going. They're gonna force me to get another beer, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Fuck. You know, like he was actually, it pained him to get another beer. I've never seen Shannon get pained by actually having to buy another beer. This I thought it was done. Like I, I, once they got up by six and I thought, okay, let, let's blow this game open and call it a day and I can just go home. And motherfucker, man, like they. The last thing they got blown open like that was probably Patino getting breadsticks at the restaurant. <laughs> At the Italian joint. Here at Olive Garden, we're all family now. Right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Woo. Free breadsticks. What what do they give out? Breadsticks and what else? Salad. Oh, I don't know. They may toss the salad. I don't know. I, if they're all family at the Olive Garden, it might be the Habsburg jaw for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> that, wow, this took a turn. Let me tell you, that's a that's a deep cut. <laughs> Woo! So, somebody listening right now is going to have to Google that to totally understand that reference, and that's fine. <laughs> but it, it was just looking at you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shannon was happy. They're up by six, and all of a sudden, I can't. I don't know what the kid's name was. I didn't know any of the players, but he, all of a sudden, he just. Drops a three and I went, oh shit! Oh, you mean Eddard? Yeah, that kid was on yeah. fire in the in the second half. He would the, he would just get the ball and went already in his three point shot motion. I was like, holy shit! He just that was impressive. But damn, watching Shannon just go, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously? I I, I think that <laughs> had to be one of those moments where Shannon went Randy. It was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Like yeah, I just yes. I just yeah. imagine it. By the way, is Edder still raining threes in your nightmares? Um, <laughs> actually, he just hit another one. So yes, <laughs> look, hey, look, first tournament win ever for St. Peter's. Okay, and good for them. Seriously, it is good. In, for in them. all seriousness, good for them. I mean, the fandom part sucks. I've been a part of one of these, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, it Lehigh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I remember. Um, I, I've been on I've been on the fandom side of some butt suck ass losses, okay. And, and of course, my wife is from Charlottesville, so when UVA took it in the chin from what was it UMBC that one year, mm-hmm. sixty. I mean, there there have been some stunning upsets over the years. Uh, this is certainly one of them. And I'm a fifteen knocks off a of two, and that's the upset party. It's just crazy. Uh, St. Peter's was an eighteen and a half point underdog. All right, that's like a top five all-time largest spread upset. Okay, it's not the largest, but it's a top fiver. Norfolk State was a twenty was plus twenty one and a half versus number two Missouri in twenty twelve. UMBC was, of course, they were a sixteen seed. That was plus twenty and a half versus one seed UVA in twenty eighteen. Santa Clara, Arizona, ninety three. That was plus twenty. Yeah, that was the first one. Uh huh. Yes, the one I got listed. And they are the eighteen and a half point spread is tied with Coppin State mm. over South Carolina, and I remember yep. that one in ninety seven. That yep. was wild. So that again, was the same year as Bryce Drew, I think. Is he a nice owner ninety eight? Might it might be that I'm a little fuzzy on that one, but and that that's that was close. It might have been the same term. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but but it, and I believe that's the first first round loss for Kentucky under Coach Cal. 
Yeah, he's normally pretty solid in that first game. It's the uh, second game and the well, if he gets past the first game, he's normally pretty good. Yeah. How uh, out of curiosity, how bent are Kentucky fans about the loss? Because so, I'm sure you've got some fandom friend venting going on. Yeah. So like. From the, I guess it was the 2015 team that was undefeated going into the tournament. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since that time, they're comparing that to Tubby Smith in his last few years. And Tubby actually has more wins than Calipari. Oh. If you're counting, like, the last however many years each of them coached. Um, So they're they're going there. They ran Tubby on out of there. Yeah. But... They're not ready to run him out of town, but I will say this. We have a kid, Shaden Sharp, who mm-hmm. graduated high school early to come in to start playing early, who's the top 20. He graduated December of 21 and rolled uh, January 22 to come play so he could practice ahead of time. He's considered one of the top prospects of the 22 draft. Mm-hmm. And he never played. And we, I think we talked about this at some point. And now Calipari came out this week and said, oh, he's going to test the waters. And we're sitting here like, you had this kid all this time. You could have played him and you didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, our, And I told Randy the night we lost. I was like, our guards turtled up. You know, Oscar Shibway played his ass off. 30 mm-hmm. points, 16 rebounds. You know, he, he did everything he could do possibly to win that game mm-hmm. um he left it all on the court but our our guards man our, our guard we have a get we have a kid ty ty washington who's supposed to be a top who's supposed to be a lottery pick and you know i like his heart but he, boy he turtled up well look if if you don't hit your free throws late and you can't hit your shots late you you're in trouble mm-hmm. you're in trouble yeah, and we we missed so many free throws and over. I mean, we met what were we 20, uh, 23 of thirty five from the free throw line. No, you can't do it. Uh, I didn't realize it was that bad. You can't win sixty five percent. Like you hear sixty five, okay, maybe it was you know whatever six out of eleven or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, twenty three out of you had thirty five free throw attempts. That's a free shot. You missed 12 of them. That's a ton. That's the difference. That's a ton. Three-point shots, 4 of 15. Hit two or three more of those. Get even two more of those, you can win that game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's – like I said, they were outplayed, out-hustled, whatever you want to call it. They were outshot, And quite frankly, they were out-coached. I mean <laughs> – when, when the coach in the huddle says all the pressure's on them, it's not on us, hell yeah, we're relaxed. Fuck them. Let's go. You know? <laughs> well, And, and, and well, I love it. You know, that, that coach, you know, he, he played under uh, – I don't know if Cal coached him or recruited him or something. He was at Seton Hall. Yeah, I was going to say, he was Seton Hall. But um, – I don't know. There, there was some connection there. He was talking about before the game. I'd have to go back and look, but yeah. you know, Cal was just, dude. I, dude, uh, look. I, 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 I don't think he took it serious enough. 
Clearly. Yeah, I, that, they definitely didn't take it serious enough. I think Cal didn't. I, I'm not saying the players didn't. Well, it felt like sometimes they, they didn't transition well on defense at times. They didn't hustle as much as they could have. I mean, which I thought was funny is like when you bring up the whole thing with free throws, I had noticed, I told, I potted it like for early in the game, like three minutes in and St. Peter already had five fouls. I was like, what the hell? That's not even three minutes into the game because they were just playing physical. They were trying, they out muscled Kentucky, which is not exactly an easy thing to do. Well, you know, if you're a small, if you're a small school, unknown, unknown school, whatever, man, you better be ready to go knuckle up and get at it. Right. And then, you have to you have to send us you have to set the tone yeah for the game and it, you know it, you're you're not gonna it, it's near impossible to you know do much of anything if you're gonna play scared and I think some of these the, what part of what makes the first weekend so wild is just the unknown of these schools and and who, you know which schools does the pressure get to which teams kind of fold under the pressure in the moment and sometimes it's just an extraordinary effort from a Cinderella team. And St. Peter's is clearly the Cinderella team of this year's tournament. Right. There's, I mean, there's no doubt about that. <clears throat> right. So, uh, you know, how, by the way, one of four double digit seats in the sweet 16, by the way. Yeah. And I think there's yeah. a, there, and then there were a 10 playing an 11. I, I don't have a bracket. Yes. Right Miami, Iowa state. Yeah. In the Midwest. Oh, thank you, Miami. Thank you, Miami. Oh my God. That Jim was Larinaga. That was back in the Sweet 16. That was phenomenal. Did you see the thing with Larinaga? Let me see if I, I know I have it. I know I have it. Let me see if I can find the video because it's even better when you listen to him say this. Now they crushed Auburn, right? Yes. Okay. We know how much you love Auburn. Oh, yeah. Auburn can suck bags of junk. <laughs> They can lick on Carson Wentz's bunghole. Oh, here you go. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. It took me a second to find it. I knew I had it saved. So Miami is the second double-digit seed over the last 15 tournaments to defeat a top-two seed without trailing, which is awesome. Um, But, yeah, like, uh, oh, what did I say in the chat? I almost tweeted it, and I was like, well, um, I said, oh, hashtag war feeble. Yeah, that's right. I am. I don't. <laughs> I am always happy when Auburn sucks bags of balls. It just. I don't know why I dislike Auburn so much. I just have some kind of agenda with them. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> actually, I do. But <laughs> uh, and it. <laughs> it just makes me happy, man. It just makes me happy. Uh, anyway, this was Larinaga in the pre- in the presser after. This is if you hadn't heard this, <laughs> I hope you enjoy it, man. Begin with, I, I was tuned into the uh, games before us, and I, I listened to Charles Barkley um, tell the, the CBS crew that if Auburn won, he would take off his his shirt, and and I I, I thought to myself, man, no one wants to see that, Chuck. <laughs> so, true story. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. Nope. <laughs> oh my God. That was phenomenal, you know it, it, the story. Because look, actually, it is three. It is it is now. Now that we roll past midnight, it is now our ninth wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, Thank by you. the way. Thank you. So uh, the story sort of goes, and this is why I don't like Auburn, which is not really fair to Auburn, but it doesn't matter. Um, 
as so, Alex Trebek would say. Uh, yes, as Alex Trebek would say, and I think this is relevant. Fuck them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, both Sarah and I, before we met, we were coming out of kind of tough relationship stuff, uh, tough relationship situations. And she <laughs> she was with somebody that was also named Justin, right? So when we first got together, people didn't call me Justin. They called me Green as a means to differentiate me from the former Justin, or what I eventually called OJ, the other Justin. <laughs> so that's what I called him. So when once we were together long enough and people actually called me Justin, I reclaimed my name, right? And which was a really big deal. And I was I was like, great. Not that I didn't mind being called green. I mean, that's it f- kind of felt like when I was in military school, it's totally fine. Doesn't bother me, but it was nice to get my name back. Um, and that's when he became OJ or the other Justin. <laughs> now, with that, he was a big Auburn fan. <laughs> and so, and so once I found that out, I was like, well, fuck Auburn, <laughs> you know, uh, because he was such a bastard, to, uh, in my opinion, you know, I'm Sarah's uh, obviously I love my wife very much. Uh, yes, and so I defend, like I defend her as any good husband would. Uh, and because of that, fuck him and fuck Auburn <laughs> and, and Trebek knows it. Fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> and so and I, I take great satisfaction when Auburn eats their ass on anything. <laughs> Just I don't again it's petty. It's petty, but it's a personal thing. And I didn't care about Auburn before and then once, you know, I, I knew about that, then then war feeble um I gravitated towards that. But anyway, it was a hell of a win for Miami. Hell of a win for Miami. And all kidding aside, that's a tough L for Auburn. But I, I do take some fandom satisfaction out of it. <laughs> and I am totally good. We got no Charles Barkley without a shirt. We got War Feeble. And, you know, I get to play Trebek for Auburn. Fuck them. It's just a, it's a win all the way around. It's fantastic. So, all right, Kentucky, wrap up thoughts for uh, <laughs> Kentucky and St. Peter's. And I, I, um, I, I just want you to know that Lindy and I did exchange texts as we were laughing about your your potential, you know, rolly chair. Are rolling chairs safe anywhere in Chester <laughs> <laughs> after that loss? We were dying. It was great. Um, in years past, I've, I've taken it pretty hard. Probably the last loss I took hard with UK was that elite eight loss to North Carolina where mm-hmm. uh, they hit the last second shot. That was the um, uh, Malik Monk, uh, De'Aaron Fox team that mm-hmm. I don't know, man, like it just, th- those two together, just, just, that was a lot of fun to watch. Of course yeah. that was after the devastating loss and the, uh, after the undefeated season and all that good stuff. But um, I, I didn't take this one hard. It sucked because I'm just sitting there like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you know, as, as you joked, you're like, I was probably saying for fuck's sake. And I probably said that enough times. Um, of course, everybody in the damn bar was cheering for St. Peter. Oh, my God. Of course they were. Bunch dude, of cunts. dude, you damn well know that if you're out at a sports bar, unless it's a Kentucky bar, you get an underdog versus Kentucky, an underdog versus Duke, an underdog versus almost any, but particularly Kentucky and Duke. 
You you know that, bro. <laughs> like people may not hate on Gonzaga as the as uh, you know as the favorite, but you damn well know people hate on K, Duke, Cal, and Kentucky. And bro. if if they and if they eat their ass, it's like me celebrating Auburn. You Dude, know? that was like me. I, I remember when I was watching VCU in the Elite Eight, and there was like one Kansas fan in the mm-hmm. bar, and I'm like, yes, oh. yes. Go go visit you, you know. Like I'm yeah. just watching this one dude, just like, oh my god, I can't believe we're losing this game. Like I, I got it, you know that it happens. It does, you know that that was, you know, I get the I get the one shining moment with the trade of Carson Wentz, getting what we got for him, and then I get my one sharding moment with Kentucky. <laughs> you know, that was more than a shard, let me tell you. Well. Sharktastic, I guess. I don't know. They took a full-blown shit on dude, that one. Dude, dude, dude. There's a new show coming out called Shark Tank. And then the, the whole... Bro, Shark Tank. Shots of brown down that turn. Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Or, well, yeah. Shark Tank, Shark Tank. Bacta Tank. Where are we going? I don't know. Off the all, rails. All I know is it taint happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Off the rails, bro. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it, it's interesting. Shannon got excited. It's like, oh, we're going to overtime. This is great. This is where our nope. conditioning is going to pay off. Nope. You know, and I, nope. I thought that's where we would take you over. You fucking jinxed it. Let's be honest. <laughs> you should have just been like, all right, we're in overtime. Let's see what happens. Uh-uh. I don't know, man. Like, nope. I... <laughs> hey, at least UConn lost. <laughs> That's another team that, eat, that when they eat ass makes me happy. I don't know same, why. Same here. Same. Oh, here. trust me. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit from the past against Syracuse. Fuck those. I was just saying, the, the Syracuse fan in you is like, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, Duke and Kentucky have both locked national title games to UConn, so fuck them. Yes. By the way, by the way, Shannon. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's take a break, and when we come back, I have something special for you, McGuffin. Oh God! Oh shit! Here we go. (laughs) Hey! hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm teenaging. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The fuck kind of sound is that? A wounded moose? I mean, what the hell? No, it's the. <laughs> it's teenagers just yeah. uhing. It's just moose knuckle. That, it's teenagers. That's, Mac, that's McGuff. That's the McGuffin moose knuckle. Don't you know that, Shane? <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's not denying it. He's not denying it. <laughs> Did you take a picture? But Did somebody? Take I a told picture? you that in confidence, Justin. Damn it, man! <laughs> oh. oh, yes, yeah. What are you gonna do after Kentucky loses? We always play this. You want you want so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. You want or do you want you want end of the road? I mean, I, I I can think of one guy that's probably going to go into the draft, maybe two. So it's not as bad as you, as in years past. So mm. end of the road for this season, at least. I it was promising, but 
felt like it ended too soon. And that's what she said. You're welcome. Well, I finished my beer. And my drink is empty, which means we need a break because I need a I need to refresh something. <laughs> and the rub for segment one for sure. And, there you go. Yes, there it is. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Well, it's 1240. It's not bad. We can bang out another 45 or an hour and then be asleep before two. I love this. This is working out perfectly. I should not jinx it, but it's working out perfectly, which means we're effed. Just like most we are of, so fucked. Just like most of your brackets, people. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Justin. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, take a break. As always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us all over the place, all kinds of services. You know, <laughs> home feed on Podbean. If you like sports and you like beer and you like morons, you should like us. <laughs> True story. Hashtag facts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll be back in just a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, uh, but we are back. And Shannon, I said I had something special for you. So I just wanted to let you know that this is the 30th anniversary of the shot with Grant Hill throwing the ball in and later shot in the 1992 regional final versus Kentucky. I, I wanted to let you know that I still celebrate that moment. And had I been there at Sports Page, I would have chest stomped you with full Leitner glory as St. Peter's kicked Kentucky out of the tournament. I just want you to know that. Wait, you mean something happened after Sean Woods made the shot? <laughs> Every time I watch that game in Kentucky, that's where it ends. Yeah. That's so the that's what he was cackling about. Yeah, the, that, that's that's the that's the Kentucky edit. That's the that that's somewhere in the multiverse Kentucky won that game, but in our reality, in our reality uh, Leitner Thanos snapped his snapped his his toes. <laughs> he didn't even snap his fingers. He snapped his toes and took y'all out. So he didn't snap his toes. He stomped Timberlake's <laughs> chest. <laughs> oh. uh, by the way, it's still amazing that Leitner holds. Um, well, I guess maybe it's considering <laughs> it's weird now for people to be four year starters. Mm. Uh, some of the some of the records he holds are really impressive. Uh, most points scored, uh, 407. Most games won, 21. He was 21 and two. He played in 23 out of a maximum of 24 NCAA tournament games in his collegiate career. How ridiculous is that? It's amazing. I mean, it it really absolutely is absolutely amazing. Yeah, the hell of hell of a career, uh, but just a ridiculous tournament career as well. So, anyway, I know Shannon won't. But I will raise a glass to the 30th anniversary of the shot. Mm. Well, since you're raising glasses, ah. let's do a salute o'clock. Let's do a salute o'clock. I finished my beer. I, I thought I brought it back in here, but uh, I did not. My empty beer is out of here. Uh, I decided that I've already had two beers, and I'm already on my second mixed drink, so I did not need a third beer. Uh, but I was enjoying a Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA, or two of them. Uh, and I'm also enjoying a mighty fine uh, Mexico and Jack Daniels. Uh, Randy, what you got, bro? Well, I uh, finished it already. The first one, sorry, I had to grab a second. But <laughs> I know, I hear you. So, so I went, you know, went with the classic. Uh, the the uh, had myself a, a victory golden monkey. 
Well, I, I love the fact that I can go to Wegmans and get these 19.2 ounce cans that are it, three bucks. I mean, you can't go wrong for three Spe- bucks. Speaking of cans, are, are we still talking about Whitfield's Bressler? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. And then, and then sorry. I just to kind of <laughs> offset the high alcohol content from the Golden Monkey, mm. uh, so, something we've had in the fridge for a while, but it's called uh, UFO Georgia Peach. Just oh. something light, just to kind of taper the evening off well. There you go. Shannon, what you got, bro? You know, after the last podcast, I figured I'd take it easy tonight, so I'm just having tequila. Why, Shannon? What happened last podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm having a Busky Heritage blend, so good good cider. Busky is a good spot. Way, way to stay upright and uh, coherent, MacGuffin. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Todd loved your saltiness in that no, podcast. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, apparently he didn't appreciate our our little jab about. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't listen to the podcast before we go to the game. <laughs> well, he didn't. It was accurate. <laughs> no, you you are correct. Those are the facts. <laughs> just just the facts, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you were way ahead of the curve last time we recorded, bro. <laughs> Let's go home! I mean, Shannon was shutting it down. We weren't done yet, but he was. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so one thing I love about you, Shannon, is the fact that it's like you're good, you're good, you're good, and then there isn't just a slow decline. It is you just fall off the cliff, and that's that's it. No, I'm, I'm Max Kellerman. I fall off the cliff. Yeah, he no. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can tell you one song that will ne- will never be Shannon's intro song. Don't you know I'm still standing? <laughs> he does not get Elton John. I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, if you had a. We were playing Elton John on the podcast. Take a shot. Good God. Yeah. I don't know why that. that for some reason, I had that song queued up. That's a good and, one. And yes. Yeah, no, it's a fun song. Um, but yeah, you, you, you got to read the room and, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> MacGuffin. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good recall though. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the 30 year anniversary of that yeah. shot. So yeah. How like, about that? Gee, I wonder why you blocked that. Block that out. Oh, <laughs> I mean, look, 30 years of Sean Woods hitting that great shot, man. I'm telling you. All right, Shannon, Shannon, I, you've got an opportunity here. All right. All right. March Madness, first weekend. I want you to, to reflect for a moment, okay, on the games and the players that you deserve or that you believe deserve the Chicago Bulls intro, okay? Take a breath. Count to five. Take a breast. You know, get your breastler on, <laughs> and I want you to go where the spirit takes you. Okay, 
You ready? You sure this wasn't an exhibition weekend and the real weekend starts this Thursday? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or as Whitfield would say, breast. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night, Shannon. All right. Sh- <laughs> Shannon, I want you to give me your most significant highlights or games or players or moments of the NCAA tournament in Chicago Bulls intro form. This is your task. And if you fuck it up, that's okay. It will still be awesome. Just understand that. Oh, it's, it's getting fucked up. <laughs> Godspeed, Shannon. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> From March Madness to McGuffin's March Sadness, this is the Kentucky Wildcats. No, I'm just kidding. All right, give, <laughs> give me the intro of your takeaways of the first weekend of March Madness. And don't blow up Zoom while you're doing it. Give yourself space to the mic. <laughs> yeah, that's why I put up the uh, pop filter tonight. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> and now, Shannon's first weekend thoughts on the NCAA tournament. Woo! Congratulations to the West for understanding the assignment. <laughs> One versus four and two versus three. Coach K, 1200 wins. 99 NCAA tournament wins. Clearly, Coach K understood the assignment. <laughs> just win, baby, just win. So did McGuffin. All right, I, I like, I like the, I like that. That was good. That was tough on the spot. I didn't give you any heads up that I was going to do that to you. So that was well done. That's all right. <clears throat> I like that. So I will say, um, I think first of all, first of all, obviously I'm a Duke fan. Okay, uh, I think it's important to, to make a couple of notes about the tournament this year. Number one, remember there was no tournament in 2020. The mm. tournament was in a bubble last year. So this is the first real tournament for a lot of these players, even if they're, you know, sophomores or juniors. Okay. This is a really funky kind of transition back. So it's one thing to talk about, say Duke with a, you know, young roster or Kentucky or whatever, insert team that's got a lot of young starters, okay? You, you can cherry-pick a lot of those out. Even if it if, if it's a team full of sophomores and juniors and seniors, you don't have the same experience the past couple of years with the pressure, with the moments, with the fans, with the crowds. This is It's different. Um, the other thing is, other than my Duke fandom, I am absolutely of the mindset to just have full bracket chaos. Let it rain. Other than Duke, bro, fuck them brackets. <laughs> it's fine by it's it's fine by me. And look, a couple of weeks ago, right, you had St. Mary's takedown Gonzaga, you know, in in a day where you had seven of the top 10 teams lose. Yeah. Okay. Just a bag of L's all over the place. Yeah. Fine. They were on the road. Whatever. 
All right, that was the first time in the AP poll era that the top six top six teams all lost in the same day. It was crazy. That was your cue that we were in for a hell of a ride. Okay? So some of my favorite moments from the opening weekend, certainly as somebody that's got a little Irish in them, I have full appreciation for Notre Dame polishing off Rutgers right after midnight on St. Patrick's Day. That was fantastic. That was a, that was a feisty game, by the way, uh, with oh, yeah. the Irish stealing the, the the win, and I think that was double OT. Double OT, uh, yeah, knocking out Rutgers and, and and Harper Jr. That was incredible. Okay, uh, and then Notre Dame followed that up uh, as an 11 seed taking down the six seed Alabama. Thank you. <laughs> that was phenomenal. I love the 12 seed Richmond taking out five seed Iowa. And I know some people complained about some calls. That is a theme from the opening weekend. There was definitely uneven, inconsistent officiating. Yes. That was problematic, including an absolutely atrocious technical. I think it was on Illinois, and that was a second-round game with the dude on the rim. That was a bullshit technical. I, you know, I thought they were done with, like, calling people for technicals for hanging on the rim, like, I missed it, but like if if everyone on Twitter is united that that's a bad call, that's a bad that's call. Gonna, that that's a bad call. That's a bad call. Like that doesn't always happen. Like no. it's usually split on Twitter, but if everyone's like united, you're like you know it's a bad call. Yeah, it's a bad call. And 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 even watching that play in real time, you know, to me, I'm watching the guy go. He's got like crazy momentum, you know, going up and 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 dunking the crap out of that. I didn't feel like he hung on the rim that long. It felt like he had a lot of momentum. He dunked it. He kind of swung back and then let go. Like I didn't. Well, feel- and, and and it's player safety too. Like his yeah. safety, and if there's someone under him, he has to hang on there to make sure that the that when he lets go, that the players, if there's anyone under him, that they're safe as well. That that was a new role instituted by the NCAA to make sure, like. Because they would call technicals all the time, and like players would be pissed because they're like, "Dude, I'm trying to make sure that my momentum doesn't, I don't injure myself." Mm-hmm. Because I mean, those guys, when you're going for that dunk, you can't go half assed You got to go full bore. Yeah. So I mean, you, the momentum and all that, you got to make sure you're okay. And, and yeah, and, and then you make sure your opponent's okay too, right. because. Safety's paramount. Well, I mean, here's the thing: in the in the moment in that game with Illinois and Houston, you don't know who's behind you, right? So, I mean, that dude was going, Melendez was going like full <laughs> speed, dude. You know, that was that was just an atrocious call. Watch that, watch that clip real time, and then see if you think that's that's worthy of that technical foul for hanging on the rim. Bullshit. R.J. Melendez, and it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, Illinois. But, I mean, they excuse me, they got hosed. I'm not saying that changes the outcome of that game. I'm not saying that. But it definitely impacted Illinois in the moment. You know? That, that, was, that was a bad call. That was a bad call. Bad tech. Bad tech. Bad call. Uh, garbage, as far as I'm concerned. Okay garbage back to the first round though because we got a a little bit ahead of ourselves okay a little bit ahead of ourselves 
Um, we get you got New Mexico State as a twelve, knocking off the five seed UConn. We mentioned that earlier. Love that. Uh, mm-hmm. You got the eight seed UNC hammering Marquette. Now look, I don't normally pull for the Tar Heels, but and this might be a little bit cold, but let me tell you something. I do harbor a little bit of resentment to Shaka Smart. Uh, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. But VCU loved that dude, right? And he bounced out. So there's a part of me that's like, I'm glad you you ate ass at Texas, and I'm glad UNC stuck it to you at Marquette. Is that fair? The answer is no. <laughs> but is that VCU fandom? The answer is yes. <laughs> so uh, I, I cry. I, I shed no tears for Marquette and Shaka eating it. Versus no, UNC. I, I don't either. And I just watched the um, uh, Melendez dunk, and that was some bullshit. I mean, it's that that's a terrible call, dude. That that's a regular slam dunk. Are you? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Terrible call. Terrible call. They deserved all the business that they got given on Twitter. Uh, that's one where you go, man. I'd, I'd like it if the refs had to do a post game interview and talk about it. Like, why did you do that? Um, like, what, just, what's he supposed to do? Like, go and fall flat on his face? Yeah. I mean, well, if, if he went with all that momentum and that speed, again, number one, you don't know if somebody's behind you trying to chase you down a block. Uh-huh. You don't yeah. know, right? So him going and, and, up, him going up for that dunk. He's got a ton of speed, ton of momentum. What what's he supposed to do? Let go of it and land on his head? Yeah, and, and, and Richie Miller is on the call, and he wasn't having none of it, and. Of course, they call NFL rules expert Gene Steratore. <laughs> Gene Steratore, baby. And, and Gene was like, "Really? Are you kidding me?" Like, yeah. it was it was weak sauce, dude. That that it was so weak sauce. I mean, that that's a play on. Like, if you have to on a next time out, talk to the kid, talk to the kid. But sure. like. In that moment, in a round of 32 no. game, you're going to mm-hmm. call that a technical. Like, mm-hmm. that's old school. Like, I understand that. But, like, the rule now is, it's like, you have to make sure that you have a safe landing spot. Yeah. And he made, there was no extracurricular stuff on there. No. And that's, that that's very unfortunate for Illinois. Not an Illinois fan here, but right. that that's yeah. extremely. I'm not shedding. And, any, yeah, I'm not shedding any, any tears for the fight in Illini or whatever. Don't right, care. but, that, but that's, they got hope. You know, they got hope. I mean, that, that's a tight game. You're going against Houston. Yes. It's a four and five game. You're you're fighting for your life at that point, and to get that call, bro, that's deflating. That's a, that's a momentum shifter. Yeah, you know, it's in, like it you just got a huge play, and then their yeah. officials just. Fucked you over because screw you, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. So definitely didn't like that. Uh, Loved uh, again. I love twelve seed Richmond knocking off five seed Iowa. Again, they sucked ass in the second round versus Providence. I get it. Uh, Fun factoid: Richmond has nine wins as a twelve seed or lower. This is five more than any other team since seeding began in nineteen seventy nine. So wow, thanks you Avar. Um, Duke obviously handled Cal State Fullerton. No big deal for that. Um, that was the first <laughs> kind of referencing something I said a moment ago. That was the first tournament game for all five Duke starters. And Duke, by the way, under Coach K as a top two, either a one or a two seed. Uh, Coach K is twenty four and one in the first 
round. I also loved Chattanooga, almost taking down Illinois in the first round. Uh, that ended up being a 54-53 win. Uh, but Illinois, uh, their first lead came with 25 seconds left in the game. And, of course, T.O. was there. And everybody was like, "Does he, you know, is this is my quarterback. They were all pulling all these images of T.O. from back in the day and having fun with them. So hopefully T.O. had his popcorn ready for Twitter because Twitter had a field day with his ass. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Chattanooga almost had him, man. Almost had him. That was that that was that was tough. That was tough. Uh, I actually like Chattanooga in that game. I'm yeah. surprised they lost. Yeah, well, they just couldn't finish. You know? What are you gonna do? It gets the, <laughs> it gets the best of you. <laughs> or it gets the worst of you for the people that don't know how or can't finish. There's a reason a couple of people aren't here tonight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. I was waiting for that. I wasn't going to say anything. So was she. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. Thanks. Shut it you down. Tried. Shut it down. <laughs> Fuck them. Hey, hey. Thanks. You tried. Now please get off. <laughs> At least somebody did. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. Mm. Vicious. But I tell you, by the time I'm two beers deep and on the second mixed drink, man, it gets a little ruthless. <laughs> well, Tom should be plenty happy by the ruthlessness. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Seems like it's all he lives for is us to be snarky assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Shannon, let me ask you. Who gets the, other than Kentucky, let's take him out of the equation. Who gets the Peter Shrinklage Award of the first weekend of the tournament? First two rounds. Who gets the Peter Shrinklage Award? I mean, Marquette, Marquette, Marquette. Okay. I mean, they they got that ass beat. Auburn gets that gets one for the oh, second round game. Yeah, Auburn definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are those are the ones that come to mind right away. I'd have to go back and look, look at the games, but boy, Marquette as a nine seed just getting lit. Up, I mean, Kentucky obviously gets one. Um, <laughs> we knew that. We knew. That. I was trying to give you an out. Um, <laughs> you know who doesn't get a Peter Shranklich Award? Who's that? Iowa fucking state, bro. Bro, from two and twenty-two last season to the Sweet Sixteen this year, that is an incredible turnaround. Not bad. <laughs> not not bad, man. Not bad. And it taking down number three Wisconsin in the process, season low points by the way, for Wisconsin with forty nine. You got to put some respect on it with Iowa State, man. That, that's an incredible turnaround. Whether or not yeah, that's yeah. the whether or not it's the end of their ride, it, whatever, man. You settled it on the court, but two and twenty two to Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, good I'd, job. Yeah, if I'm if I'm looking through the scores here, Marquette. 
losing by 32. Off. Indiana losing by 29. Mm-hmm. Good God. Trash. Uh, and Kentucky. and there was so you know it, I feel like the first day in particular always has like extra an extra degree of wildness, but it it really was a phenomenal four day run, which again we acknowledged earlier, the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament quite honestly to me are the best, right? You know, and you enjoy the rest of the tournament, sure, but it's the first four days when it is just so much happening. Right. And I think the first day in particular really trips up some teams. You know? Uh, Seton Hall gets one. They lost by 27 as an eight seed. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to be extra cruel, you can give one to Richmond in the second round. They deserve, they, the, U of R deserves some Peter Shrinklage in the second round because Providence uh, handed their ass to him. I'm glad I had. $100 worth of food from Hooters because I certainly didn't get any entertainment value out of that U of R game. Mm, Garbage. No, you did not. Yeah, they I did. full BSE for sure. Straight trash, homie. Straight straight trash, homie, man. 100%. 100%. I, I, I will give some props to Memphis for fighting pretty hard against Gonzaga. They did. In that, in the, in that second round, round they of did. 32. They did. Took them to the brink. Notre Dame fought New Mexico State too, man. I mean, against Arkansas, they took only a five point game there. I could swear that Arkansas only shot like twenty eight percent, but still won that game. It was some atrociously low number. It was really bad, but you know, <laughs> may, maybe of the second round, the biggest Peter Shrinklage should go to Baylor in the last ten minutes of that second half against North Carolina, like. <laughs> Or no, it was North Carolina who was up on Baylor. I'm sorry. Dude, North Carolina was up 25, bro. North Carolina was up 25. I'm sorry. North Carolina gets the shrinkage for that last 10 minutes of the game, yet they won. Yeah. Um, uh, it, all right. So, uh, do you think that manic ejection, was that a flagrant two? No. I mean. No. As, I, as we. I understand. It. If you want to call it a flagrant one. Okay. I mean, he did elbow the, the Baylor dude in the face. <laughs> I mean, that was tough, right? It, it was tough, and it changed the game. It, it changed oh, the yeah. entire complexity immediately. of the game. Once Manic went out, immediate change. Oh, no I, doubt. Look, man, unless if it's like UFC dropping elbows on people's heads, like, nah. It, 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 at that point, like, it's a flagrant one, and you, as a referee, had the conversation with the player and both coaches and be like, look, if this dude has any other shenanigans going on in we'll this game that's even, that's even questionable, he's gone. Right. Because it's a tournament game. Like, this is your season. Like, we're going to give the flagrant one, which is two shots in the ball, but if this dude fucks around anymore and it's even questionable, he's gone. And that, as a referee, that that's when you take control of the game and you get that kid. Mm -hmm. You lay down the law, like, look, you fuck around, you find you're out, gone. you're gonna find out. <laughs> you fuck around, you find out. I will say, I was pulling for UNC to beat Baylor, but when there was there was a moment, okay, and I was like, you know, 
while I while I was pulling for UNC to win this game, if they managed to choke out and collapse with a twenty five, being up twenty five, I was like, that's all right. Because let me tell you, at the end of the regular season, all right, I work with a bunch of UNC fans, okay, and and Duke ate their ass that last home game for Duke, for Coach K. <laughs> Almost a hundred former players were in attendance. Forty two years at Duke. And of course, the last home loss is to UNC. Of, of course, of course, they had a two point halftime lead, right? Baycott balls out, sealed the win with a clutch block and a dunk at the end. But of course, if there was anybody that Coach K was going to lose to in his last home game, it was to UNC. Of course. So, I had made a joke to one of my UNC fans about UNC tears. And I had sent this meme of this person drinking. They had a coffee cup, and it just had UNC tears, and they were drinking it. And so after Duke lost to UNC, my coworkers loving me as much as they do, they brought to me a box of tissues and a gigantic <laughs> Lowe's paint bucket that just was labeled as Duke Tears. Because <laughs> you know, because you know, at at the end of the game, <laughs> at the end of the game, they showed all these Duke fans in the stands just like crying their eyeballs oh, out. Dude. Well, I mean, look, if you just spent ninety thousand dollars for a ticket, <laughs> which some which of those, is, some as of those, much as your student loans, yeah, which is what's well, I mean, which is what some of the, the students didn't spend that, but some people, I mean, Adam Silver was up, Jerry Seinfeld was up, and that, that that was a crazy fan experience, man. Can you imagine paying ninety thousand dollars for a damn basketball ticket? <laughs> and no, then you no. do you do that, and then the team loses. Heinous, right? So anyway, I got the bucket of tears. So believe me, when UNC was on the verge of collapsing with a twenty-five point lead, I was like, I was like, man, because I still have the bucket in my office. I kept it, and I was so ready to deliver it back. <laughs> I was so ready. It would have been great, but uh, it didn't happen. But I, I'm glad UNC survived. Uh, it just let them suffer some other heartbreak somewhere along the way. Uh, by the way, Coach K has the, and as far as in ACC history, has the most wins, 50, versus UNC, and the most losses, 47. So at least he's on the plus side of that. Uh, a not-so-fun factoid, Coach K is the only coach in the all-time top 10 with, as far as win totals, to lose his final home game. He's the only one. Yeah, because the the, the others probably had a cupcake. They had a cupcake at the end. Duke and Coach K did not have a cupcake. They had UNC. I mean, if it had been switched where it was Duke at UNC in February, and then, you know. Maybe. Um, the, the grand- I, mean, I mean, yeah, UNC at Duke in February, then... Duke at UNC at the end of March. Duke could have had a cupcake prior to that. Sorry. Could have. Well, well, you know, it's it's how it goes. Again, fitting in the grand scheme of things. There are two coaches in the top ten that are still active. That's the one caveat. You know who they are? John Calipari. Nope. No? Tom Izzo? Nope. Randy. In all time coaching? Oh, uh, the guy from Davidson. Nope. Well, Bayheim. Bayheim. Yeah. And Huggins. 
Huggy Bear? Mm-hmm. Huggy Bear. What? Yep. Wow. How about that? So we'll see how that shakes out unless Beheim randomly retires. But uh, yeah, Coach K is the only coach in the all-time top 10 to lose his final home game. Boo, but of course it was UNC. And then they also took it in the chin from Virginia Tech in the ACC championship game. But still, that being said, Coach K has the most ACC tournament final appearances, 22 with a 15-7 and seven record. So, you know, I mean, it's one of those things. You, you play enough, you win enough. You cover enough territory, you end up on a lot of those like stat things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you got some of the good. You got some of the here are the good, here are the evil. You know what I mean? There's just some of those things in there, man. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, Duke and Michigan State. That was an intense ass game. That was an intense ass game. Oh, actually, you know what? I apologize. We should finish the UNC Baylor conversation. Um, that, by the way. I didn't agree with the manic ejection. Didn't like that. He did elbow him in the face, but I thought that was a little harsh. Uh, that's UNC's ninth win versus the number one seed, which is tied for the most all time. And, of course, Baylor, the defending champs, get taken out. Fun factoid, that is the fifth straight defending champion to get knocked out in the opening weekend. All right? Or wow. the first two rounds. You know, do you know the last team? The last reigning champ to make it at least to the Sweet 16. You do not. The answer is Duke in 2016. <laughs> last one. Cue Randy. <laughs> well, if you're just going to blow Duke, you might as well just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fantastic. Uh, all right, Duke, Duke, Michigan State. Duke, Michigan State. Um, intense, man. Uh, that that to me was an, an absolutely classic version of the survive and advance kind of game. Uh, sixth matchup between Coach K and Izzo, uh, the most tournament matchups all time. Okay, it was a sixteen four sixteen four run to close out the game versus Michigan State. But I was on edge, and my kids got fussy because they got tired and cranky. Uh, they did not. They were they were not as into the game as I was, which was fine in the first half. But as I got late game, I get very intense watching this. And my kids, they're five and they're seven, so they're obnoxious. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> what are you doing? But I was happy to see Duke close them out because they needed that. They needed a tough game where they had to close somebody out. They had to get physical. They had to hit shots. And they needed somebody in their face. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they needed a tough, a tough out. And I don't know what it is about Michigan State. And Duke, I, I, I don't know. I, look, Coach K's got the advantage head to head. I get it, but there's just they, they play some dynamic games. Uh, Rando fun factoid: Michigan State, by the way, shot fifty percent from three. They were eleven of twenty-two, tied for the school's highest three-point percentage in a loss in program history. <laughs> Ridiculous. And also, this game was a 12, 1,200th career victory for Coach K. So, I'll raise a glass to that. Mm. Well, I mean, between the loss to North Carolina and Virginia Tech, you were like, Jesus, is this guy going to get to 1,200 no, wins? It, so. Yeah, I know. That, that was kind of a, that was a tough deal, for sure. 
But you know, the crazy part is he's at 99 all time tournament wins. So is he going to get 100 against Texas tech, you know, and that's, you know, if he gets that one, it's all where they lost to him. And well, that's all you guys can do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one? Is Alan Thick a shower and a grower? Where are we? Where are we going with this? <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Alan Thick a shower and a grower. Wow! What the fuck! <laughs> the hell did that come from? I, I, is that what she said <laughs> <laughs> oh man 300 brother it's, it's, it's 300 more 300 more 300 in the in the tank and randy on the floor <laughs> yeah you're not wrong that's about right yeah right now just to get that in the podcast <laughs> some drunkology <laughs> oh oh i know what you guys want me to do Y'all want me to find that that damn Whitfield soundbite? Well, Shannon asked for that, like the beginning of the damn. Yeah, you know, I understand. I understand that you fuckface. Like, I totally get it, right? But I had just saved it. I hadn't even like stuck it in the playlist or anything. Jeez, impatient bastard. Very questionable decision there. (laughs) (laughs) See, even Shannon agrees with me. Y'all are ridiculous. I blame the alcohol. I blame lots of things. True story. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, I may be a bit of an asshole, too, on top of it. So, yes, you can blame that, too. All right, let's 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 see if I found it. What did I say I was going to name that file? Did I name it? Dude, it was such a long-ass file name, and I think you just condensed it to a questionable decision. Yes, I think that's exactly what it is. Did I, did I do it under Whitfield? It might be. You may have. Or did I do it under Failhorn? Let's see if it's under Whitfield. Hold on. Where do white women at? That's funny. Uh, Whitfield Camel Toe. What? What? <laughs> we'll play that one. I, I don't know if I want to play that. That, play might, that might be dangerous, dude. You can edit the damn thing if it's bad. Uh, okay. Whitfield had to go put on some yoga pants and take a picture of his camel toe. (laughs) (laughs) You mom. (laughs) Explains why he's not here. Wow. That was terrible. I was in the basement that night. I actually remember that. Dude, how saucy would listen to my voice? How saucy was I? Whitfield had to go put on some yoga pants and take a picture of his camel toe. <laughs> that's like that's like almost like a phone sex operator voice right there. I mean, <laughs> yikes! Tiki barber balls. All right, I, I don't remember what I saved it under MacGuffin. Well, the, well let's, let's hear Tiki Barber Balls. Let's hear that one. Failhorn Pump and Go. Thanksgiving Clap Song. Cespedes for the Rest of Us. F- Whitfield Failhorn Blow Up Doll. Oh, God. I remember that one. <laughs> Cespedes for the Rest of Us. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know where I don't know where that went. That, that, that's fine. I'll find it another day. We'll 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 get it. It's okay. It's all right. So what is it? One thirty. We need to start like you know working our way out of here. All right. Let's see. Oh, uh, uh, favorites. 
I'll try to find it while one of you is talking about something, but uh, <laughs> let's work through some other stuff now. Obviously, uh, 15 seed St. Peter's knocking off Murray State. Uh, more of that boy, Eddard. St. Peter's, by the way, the first MAC team to reach the Sweet 16. So kudos to them. Um, I Not necessarily that I loved Michigan taking out Tennessee, but I will say an 11 seed taking out a three, significant. But Juwan Howard comforting... You know, uh, Tennessee player Kennedy Chandler post game. That was uh, a lot of people were moved by that. It was better than some of his, you know, trying to fight people, <laughs> trying to fight coaches, right? Well, I mean, I, I think that's as a former player, you understand the how hard it is, and uh, seeing seeing a kid who played his heart out, mm-hmm. uh, he he gets it. He you does. Know, it, He's lived. It. He, He's lived it, you know. You got there to the championship game two years in a row. Uh, got to a, I believe, a third final. No, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, got to two championship games in a row. And dude, I mean, that that was it was a cool moment. It was yeah. a really cool moment. It was. I agree with you. <laughs> I knew I can count on. I knew I could count on you. Um, <laughs> Uh, I I love the fact that again Wild Weekend, great four days, and we got an incredible close with TCU in Arizona. Uh, I don't know if you guys stayed up and watched that, uh, but TCU was so close to knocking off Arizona. I will say this, and it so may close. not be a popular opinion. That's all right. What's your opinion here? TCU got fouled when the guy got knocked down to the ground right before. They stole the ball and tried to dunk it before the buzzer. Now, look, uh, I, I think he got fouled and he should have been shooting shots. Had he not pulled a Vladi Divac worthy flop, he might have gotten that call. I swear to you, there's a part of me that thinks the flopology hurt him. It, it wouldn't shock me if that hurt him, but if I'm watching just the contact, like, dude. Something needed to be called there because unless there's a really bad slick spot, he ain't falling on his own. No, and they bumped him. They bumped him. He didn't have space. And there's something to be said for how did you not have a better play? You know, you can make a lot of arguments. Absolutely. uh, And that's fair criticism. That being said, Miles got bumped at half court. So... Did he flop a little bit? I believe the answer is yes. Was there a lot of contact there? Hell yeah, there was. Um, do you want to see a game like that end on free throws? No. You don't. You don't. But this is one of those, when you complain about the officiating and the inconsistencies, this is one of those games where you look at it and go, mm, ugh, really, y'all? And they're lucky when he got bumped at half court, and he lost the ball. They're lucky that when Arizona picked it up and the dude hauled off and dunked it, I mean, it was right after time expired because they had some play clock shenanigans. All right. Didn't the clock stop at 2.2 after the bump? They did. It did. You are correct. And he still couldn't get the damn ball off the, the, the shot off in time, but that would have been an absolute shit show. If it had, if it was a non-call bump and the clock stopped and they got the ball and they dunked it before the clock expired because the clock stopped, 
Try good luck sorting that one out. Mm. You know, but I, I was re- I was reading about that, and they said that any and everything at that point could be reviewed. Now, whether they would have or not, I don't know. I mean, only like there are some sleuths, man, who watch those games that see some of those things because. I don't even think the network would have even bothered with a replay on it. Because they would be like, oh, Arizona wins. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Arizona's fortunate to survive TCU. Fortunate. Absolutely, yeah. Fortunate. Um, also, by the way, before I forget, I, I wrote this down in my notes, so I have to say it. <laughs> if it wasn't Auburn, I wouldn't care. But it is Auburn, so I do. When uh, Miami took down number two seed Auburn, 79-61. Second time in the last four NCAA tournaments, losing in the second round as a top four seed. Dear Auburn, I'm so pained. Not. That's what you get. (laughs) It's okay, Auburn. Maybe you guys can just shake it off. That's what Barkley might have done if he took his shirt off. Anyway, <laughs> do you think Barkley? I love, I love Bar, I love Barkley, man. I, I do too. But I do, do you think he would turn back time and not make that bet? To not motivate Miami. No, I mean, I, 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 look at him dealing with how shit bags his bracket is. I, I mean, he'll just. I think he's just gonna roll with whatever. I think he's he's fine. I, I know you're 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 trying to get that song there. I would say if anybody could turn back time, it's probably these people whose brackets are total bags of butt suck. That's who would probably yeah. turn back time. Like yours with Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I'll either be last or next to last in the league, so whatever. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's weird. I didn't. I only did. Uh, I didn't do any pools this year. I think this is the first year I have. I have not done a bracket pool in as long as I can remember. Um, but I feel like I'm starting to phase out the mm-hmm. fantasy sports. So it's, you know, I just feel like that. It's about. I'm. I'm about at that point which is weird, but I kind of feel like I've gone full circle and I just want to watch and enjoy without any of the other junk. Understood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you. So, uh, okay. So since expanding to 64 teams, (laughs) there's four times the sweet 16 has had four double digit seeds this year, last year, 2011, which was the VCU year, right in 1999. A rare treat. Shannon, Shannon, I'll ask you this. As we get to the Sweet 16, if there's any particular game that stands out to you, great. Let me know. Um, But I am curious. Do you think Gonzaga gets the good Razorbacks or the so-so Razorbacks? Because I tell you, if if they get the good, the great Razorbacks, Arkansas can win that game. Yeah, Musselman Musselman's such a good coach, and he'll he'll have those guys ready to go. Uh, whether or not they got the talent to compete with Gonzaga is another story. 
I, I fully expect the Zags to. It, it's going to be a tough. It's Eric Musselman is such a tremendous coach. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be an easy game for Gonzaga by any means, but Gonzaga should win that game with some late free throws. Um, I fully expect to see Gonzaga Duke in that regional final, and that should be freaking tremendous. Mark View and Coach K going at it. Texas Tech's no cupcake either. No. Um that that's gonna be that that's gonna be a real big test for Duke. That's not gonna be late free throws. That's gonna be uh late possessions that you gotta be clutch on. Um if I'm looking at the other matchups, UCLA, North Carolina, that's a blue blood matchup uh, in the East, you know, no one or two seed there. Uh, Purdue gets St. Peter's. You can't take them lightly. If you're Purdue, if I'm looking in the South, Arizona, Houston should be fun. Uh, I expect Arizona to win that game. Villanova, Michigan to me is a, one of those toss-up games because you think Jay Wright and Villanova should roll, but Michigan played such a hard schedule and they play so well for Juwan Howard. That that's just one that you on paper you see Villanova rolling, but if you've like looked at the film all year long, you're like, Yeah, Michigan's not gonna just roll over so easily. So that that one keep your eye on that one. Cat Kansas Providence. To me, that that's a that's a matchup of different styles there. Providence showed me something in that second round against Richmond that I didn't think they would do, and they just mm-hmm. dominated the hell out of them. So Kansas better bring their A game. Miami, Iowa State, flip a quarter, dude. Flip a quarter. By the way, I finally found the soundbite. Finally, took me well. I got two different. Folders for sound. I'm gonna try to plow through this beverage and to make another one before. I think I'm gonna try to plow through this beverage and to make another one before we record. Nah, dude, take your time. That seems like a like a questionable decision. So is befriending Whitfield. So I can only deal with one. (laughs) Anyway, go be go be. God bless. That is so rude. That is so rude. As we say every podcast, Matt's going to kill us all. So. <laughs> uh, Max Johnson Viagra Blast. What is that? Oh, no. I'm Max Johnson for Viagra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's 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 tailor-made, dude. <laughs> LSU quarterback, yeah, Brad yeah. Johnson's son. Yeah. That's funny. We, we, we made uh, fun back in the day because he named his son Maximus Johnson. Mm-hmm. So now he, he just goes by Mac Johnson. By the way, did you see Hello, that video of Ed Orgeron at a bar? <laughs> well, tell like him. flexing on some kids, like giving them like the big eyes. Like these kids thought they were gonna die. <laughs> All I know is I'm looking at a soundbite that says Lamar Jackson battle shits. Do you want to play battle shits? <laughs> right? I, I know Lamar Jackson does. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Harold and Kumar reference it, there, Randy? Yes, yes, it is. Okay. Oh, Shannon, you owe me balls. 
can't, you what? can't do it live. No. You can't do it live. So you cannot go Bill O'Reilly. No. And you owe me balls, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 kind of bad, man. <laughs> and that's what she you said. Know, you know how Shannon is, buddy. <laughs> was that from the last podcast <laughs> i don't know but i don't know either clearly if, I don't. if i if i've owed you balls for this long you said Whoa. balls i'm gonna go ahead and, and give them to you there thank you sir yeah i appreciate that it's still real to me damn it <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right one let's start wrapping up and get out of here um we'll, we'll deal with some we'll clean up some of the nfl stuff a little bit later. Um, I think it was more relevant. All right, real quick, Justin, yeah. your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. thoughts on Devontae to Las Vegas. Uh, look, I'm disappointed, obviously. I really, for a long time, I really thought that, you know, Rodgers and Devontae were kind of a package deal with Green Bay. So when they sort of got things worked out with Rodgers, I was like, wonderful. Devontae's going to be back. It's Rodgers. It's Adams. Yay, life's good. My initial reaction when I mean Whitfield like called me, and he was like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "No, no way." When that news broke, my initial reaction was very much a big bag of "What the fuck," <laughs> you know, and it does it as a fan. It bothers me, right? I'm glad that they honored his request to go somewhere that he wanted to be and to reunite with his college quarterback. They didn't have to do that. Okay. But rest assured, there is a massive part of my fandom that says, how come you couldn't get this worked out? Yeah. You know, I mean, because there's reports that allegedly they knew Rogers knew that this was an issue before he signed his deal. Um, there's reports that they were willing to match or exceed what the Raiders paid him. I'm disappointed. I'm less hostile about it, less angry about it. My initial reaction was like a lot of people's. Again, like big bag, big bag of WTF. But if you know, if, if Devontae was ready to sort of go home, I, I'm not going to hate on him for that. But, you know, do keep in mind, since 2018, he's led the league in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. Okay? Some of that's a credit to him. Some of it's a credit to Rodgers. They don't exist in a vacuum. I get it. But they're clearly great together. So, it's tough. You know, he he got a five-year deal. He has the highest annual non-quarterback contract of all time. In parentheses, for now. <laughs> right. It's a five-year, $142 million deal. And the Packers get a first and a second. He's worth more than a first and a second. Agreed. Easy. He's worth more than that. Um, he's, he's earned that money, though. He, he did. He has. I don't begrudge him getting paid. That's a tough exit. And a lot of people have, have, you know, gone bananas arguing about it. Here's the thing. They they could have signed him earlier than they did. They made a choice not to. I think he held that against them. 
They protected themselves with the franchise tag, which is, again, to be expected. Not a surprise. You can't let him walk without getting compensation. There's no way. You would get absolutely pilloried as an organization if he was just like, all right, I'm gone. You got nothing out of it. Uh, But they should have gotten more out of it. Uh, I, I do hope he has a good... Look, the AFC West is bananas. In between Russell Wilson going to Denver, I mean, it's just the, the AFC West is stacked. The, uh, San Diego's making aggressive news uh, moves. Brandon Khalil Mack, I mean, they're just they're going for it. Kansas City's still in their go for it window, so the Raiders needed to be aggressive. I get it. Good for them. I <laughs> my personal sentiment is I hate the move, but it's because of fandom. So, that that's a bitter end. I'm glad that Rodgers is coming back. I am. But it sucks that there's no Devontae. Sucks that there's no Devontae. That does suck. On the bright side for you, Shannon, maybe, maybe with Matt Ryan in Indianapolis, maybe they can, you know, get Julio Jones to roll up there. Because look, look. <laughs> Because that's what the Colts need is another oft-injured wide receiver. It depends on what yeah, T- right. Depends on what T.Y. Hilton's up to. I, I was going to say, we got T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell, man. I think that court is filled. Mm. Might be. Hashtag. And, and Zach Pascal's already signed with Philly, so we lost him. Oh, Lord. I'm going to laugh if Julio goes up there. That'd be weird. Although, look, I mean, Tom Brady sent him a, like, a little DM message recruitment. If I'm Julio... I might be tempted to to roll deep with uh you know TB12 and see if the TB12 method could help my hamstrings out. May not. I mean, my dude. May not, but just saying. He'll be the three or four option, so that's okay. But a better chance to win a championship, a because you got Brady, and b you're in the NFC. Yep. 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 All right, it's about time to bounce out of here. Yeah, mm. let's call it. I got a bunch of dumb stories that I'd saved we didn't get to. I'd say I'm disappointed, but it doesn't really matter because I'm going to save them for <laughs> next time. Not going anywhere. Considering the amount of windows you had opened over there, a lot. I will say, uh, Randy, is this is this accurate that um, Christopher Lloyd's going to be in season three of The Mandalorian? From everything I'm reading, that yes, he will be. Oh, that could be really cool. Nice. Yeah. You're really curious to see what role they put him in. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully a good one. I, I I would particularly appreciate it if some somewhere somehow there was like a Delorean in the background. <laughs> like, Parsley, hey, you never know. Delorean Parsley. on the Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Delorean on the Mandalorian. That would be phenomenal. Beautiful. It could even be partially covered. You don't have to have to have the car fully exposed. But even if it was just partially covered, but you knew it was it knew it was a Delorean. That would be fantastic. Fantastic! I would, I would, uh, I would celebrate that. Uh, I would be remiss. We talked about retirements and and individuals passing and saying goodbye to some things. Uh, there's no way we could close this episode of the Sports Brew without raising a glass to Maury Povich, who is retiring <laughs> from his talk show after 31 years 31 years bro 
A long ass time. That is a long ass time. He finally decided to let it go. I'm <laughs> really, yes, really, really. Yes. Is that, is that that's where you want to go? Yeah. You're welcome, Randy. I know I'm number one. That's right. You are number one. <laughs> well, somebody had to let it go for them to be the father. So clearly, a whole bunch of <laughs> you, got, you got 31 years of some fuckbaggery people letting it go that did not participate in the March Madness frozen pee challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I'm a re- I'm a realist. Ah, uh, crap! Exactly. <laughs> All those guys going, you know, had a little boom booming in the room. <laughs> little click click pull. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sure a lot of women wish they could turn back time. Oh my god! Three story. <laughs> All I'm saying, All I'm saying is without Maury, without Maury, how do we do this? Who is your daddy? And what does he do? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. You are not the father. <laughs> oh my God! Who the hell cares? I bet that's one where one of those Cromartie brothers wishes that was the answer, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Oh, what's in the box? Cromarty versus Kemp. Rivers are a Cromarty. That's what's in the box. I'm just Bro. saying. Oh, what's in the box? Eight men in the box. The Rivers family. You said balls. Although I think they're up to nine at this point. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Inconceivable. <laughs> well, Philip Rivers doesn't get the Peter Strinklitz Award. Neither does, neither does whichever Cromartie we're talking about. <laughs> Still shooting. <laughs> oh my if God. there's anyone that should be the poster child for March Madness bag of peas, <laughs> Philip Rivers. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta know what to hold them and know when to fold them, Phil. <laughs> Time to cut ties, my man. Oh my god. Oh MacGuffin. Do I look like I give a fuck? Jimmy Guff. Jimmy Guff. Oh god. Anyway. All right. All right. Uh, fuck them. Jeez. Come Where, on. Where's the hound when we need them? I don't in a window in a tab. I don't feel like clicking to. That's where the hound is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Exactly. Thank you, Randy. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my gut. <laughs> but see, but see, there was nothing really to say it to, so it doesn't even hit the way it normally would. Well, I, I I saw a lot of a lot of people's brackets. That's that fit there. <laughs> I guarantee you, they were just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Lots of cunts. There you I mean, go. I mean, we all know that was Shannon, you know. Last <laughs> oh, Whitfield's on. <laughs> when the hell did he Randy? Not my fault. I didn't do it. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> you did not. Anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll save some of these dumb stories for next time. Although I will say, I will say, I don't know how on earth. 
Uh, I'm not a big Wheel of Fortune guy. I mean, I had my Wheel of Fortune phase. I think most I think most of us have had a Wheel of Fortune phase, I would think, <laughs> right? And for the life of me, I don't know. And maybe it's not fair. I know there's, like, pressure in the moment. I get that. But how on earth does somebody, that like, just can somebody not be able to saw another feather in your cap? Like, seriously? How does that happen? That's not even difficult. It's not that unusual an expression, is it? No. Another feather in your hat? Another feather in your lap? Another feather in your map? Who the fuck puts feathers in their maps? <laughs> Better than the feather in your ass. So, I mean, well, <laughs> depends what kind of kink you're into. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. How? G? D? I mean, your bitch ass deserves to. If you can't solve that, you deserve to lose. I mean, let's be honest. You're in a big bag of butt suck. True story. You know what I mean? Like that's atrocious. You can't you can't solve that. The, what, who was it used to say? Was it Peter King that used to say, you know, ten drunks in a bar? Was that him <laughs> with a, with NFL officiating? Look, oh, if, yeah. if ten drunks in a bar could solve that Wheel of Fortune puzzle and your ass can't, <laughs> that's on you, dude. <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah, that's on you. That's on you. Butterfly in the sky. Feather in a lap. Feather in a cap. Feather. It's a feather in a map. It's a feather in a map. What the hell? (laughs) You deserve to lose. You deserve to lose. You deserve to suck. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's terrible. Anyway, all right. From all of us to all of you, thanks for putting up with our shenanigans, listening, and making it through to the back end of the podcast. Todd, as always, we know and you know that uh, it's all love for you, buddy. Two beer tooting. It's all love for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if that's all you guys are going to do is blow Duke, I might as well just go to bed. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, True look, story. We'll follow back up on a lot of the quarterback stuff, a lot of the movement. We didn't get to Deshaun Watson and Matt Ryan. There's a lot of stuff we didn't get to. That's okay. We'll follow up. We could probably just do a quarterback or two every week while we do the tournament. We'll be just fine. Literally. Yeah. That, seriously. Yeah. I think we'll be okay. But I mean, I figure we don't have to hit on Deshaun until he gets through this screech around. So you're good there. <laughs> yeah. We don't even know if he's actually going to play. You're uh, not wrong. I no. mean,. If he doesn't, he if he doesn't, it doesn't shock me. So it might shock her. Whoa! Hey, hey now! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh oh! What happened there? Oh, uh oh! This is my cue. Like Adobe Auditions looking funky. It might be time to peace out. <laughs> save it! Save it! Save Hurry. it! Save it quick! Save it fast before it crashes. No, it's right. Fine. It's fine now. I was bouncing around between a couple of windows, so. Anywho, all right, uh, look, Sweet 16, Elite 8, right around the corner. Um, I will say I do hope that uh, Duke handles business, and for everybody else, fuck them picks, 
fuck them brackets, man. <laughs> I don't care about any of the other stuff. At this point, give me the fandom fandom send off. He ate look, Duke ate their ass against UNC in the se- regular season finale. They ate their ass against Virginia Tech in the ACC tournament finale. Give me the fun walk off story that'll make me happy. Uh, although, really, by the time you hit twelve hundred, they're good. Whatever happens, he's good. No- nothing's going to adversely affect Kay's legacy. No. Well, however, this tournament plays out, it's n- I mean they're okay. Uh, but I hope their quality. I ideally, I'd love to see the you know uh, Gonzaga and Duke. I think that would be good coming out of that region. I'm ready for it. So, but anyway, all right, guys. Uh, as always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on our home feed on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. There's a whole bunch of other services. And as always, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the week, enjoy the weekend, and enjoy. All the sports. And of course, we didn't get to it, but no <laughs> MLB figured their lockout scenario <laughs> out. So, yay, you get baseball. It's still weird golf to me. Clap. <laughs> golf clap. Freddie Freeman as a Dodger is still weird to me. That's very weird. I was hoping Whitfield would be on because I was going to ask him about that. But, you know, the great thing about the offseason is that we can slow roll a couple of items. We're going to be okay. So. Uh, for everybody that's still, uh, if your bracket is still, you know, salvageable, if your final four or half your final four or your championship game matchup and maybe your winner, you know, winner take all is, is, is intact, I'll raise a glass, enjoy the rest of the ride again, unless it's somebody other than Duke, then you can suck bags of ass. So <laughs> just saying. But from all of us, all of you, enjoy the week, enjoy the weekend, and we will catch you on the flip side. And I would anticipate that we'll follow up next week. I still need to dig up the anniversary podcast uh, when Sarah and I actually did get married and go to Jamaica. Because somewhere along that line, Shannon and Mark rolled over here and in some (laughs) degree of drunken tomfoolery attempted to record a podcast, which was a mess. And And I never published it. But I think I, I feel like I need to dig it back up. One day, I, I feel One like day. I need to dig it back up and uh, see what I can do with it. I also want to raise a glass on the exit to that Indiana cheerleader. <clears throat> yes, who uh, went and retrieved the ball. <laughs> Major issues here in Portland. Why don't we get a new ball? Why Why don't the cheerleaders? <laughs> they're used to going up high. Why don't we get a new ball? Well, let me. God bless. If there was ever a sports brew soundbite, right there it is. You said ball. Sure did. Let's get it. Yes, get the cheerleader up. Get her up there. That's this right. is how you do it. <laughs> Give her the mob. Now she's got it. shining moments you know she's gonna be in one shining moment for that absolutely it's gonna happen. Yes, she should be she also got an nil deal out of that by the way really yes yes they did a t-shirt for her and they have a graphic where it says the cheerleader saves the day and they have a graphic with her getting that ball out of there yeah yep. awesome so awesome yeah and i, I think that's phenomenal I think that's fantastic that she gets some NIL money out of that. Because otherwise, would she? No. 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 
She just had an iconic moment in the tournament. Fantastic. Absolutely. Now go get paid. And Shannon, we go out on this. Wheeler gives it up. Brooks, the jumper. No good. You can feel the madness. St. Peter's pulls off the upset. The Peacocks are giant killers. They defeat Kentucky 85 to 79. Cinderella lives in Indianapolis. That's just cold. I'm sorry I did that to you. Sort of. <laughs> but just know that I love you. And I like Kentucky far more today than I ever did before I knew you. Yeah, I can say the same thing about Dick. So, so. And believe me, I have empathy. Like, I feel your pain. I do. Oh, I yeah. do. Been there before. I Sa- hear you. But St. Peter's is a great story. So I'm sorry they had to exact that on you. <laughs> you know, it stinks. It, it, it stinks, but, you know, it is what it is. That that you know they had their opportunity. You, you know what do we say? You got to hit your free throws. Got to make your free throws. Got to make dude. free throws, bro. You got to do it. So, all right, gentlemen, because it is time. Dirk yep. knows. Shut it down, baby. Shut it. Let's go. It is time from all of us, all of you. Peace out. Catching the flip side, and good night now. Later, bros. See ya. All right, bro. All right, good night, guys. Peace out. We got a lot of quarterback stuff we didn't get to. We got a lot of work to do. Hey, it's 2 o'clock. I'm good. I know. (laughs) Next week, bro. Next week. Go get some rest. Peace out, gents. All right. Later, guys.